More variety. The city is alive on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other than to seven three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to city. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. City FM 97.3 This is your word that you've been waiting for all night. Darwin, where are you? How many know that God is able to do exceedingly? Abundantly above all you could ask something. Hallelujah. How many believe it tonight? Somebody turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, he's able. No, somebody else, he's able. Y'all ready?
27 minutes past the hour. God is able to do what he says he will do. He's going to fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. Simple message, straightforward. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. But through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So God is able. The real question is, are you able to believe? Once the vision is clear, once the preparation has been made, your faith makes you unstoppable. He will do his part, but can you do your part? Can you pay the price? Will you stick in there? It takes not just consistency, but also persistence to accomplish the exploits of faith. And every faith worth its salt will be tested. So yes, the greatness of a vision does not guarantee its accomplishment. Don't say, well, my calling is to save the world and that's what's going to happen. No, you have to apply yourself. So a bad person with a weak vision can accomplish it more than a good person with a vision that he's not persistent about. So you just have to believe and stay in there till you get it done. That's Business Sense brought to you by ADB. Get in touch for a special personal loan top-up. That will make it easier for you to pay back. That will extend the time for doing same and give you peace of mind. It's the special personal loan top-up to meet all your needs, including domestic, mortgage, rent, school fees, and more. Call 059-384-4898. ADB truly agree and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Breakfast show. Yesterday's biggest conversation. There's no place to go. When I feel the loneliness inside my heart, you the Tonight 
City Breakfast Show. Lionel Richie getting us ready for the newspaper review. It's Wednesday, 26th. Newspaper review brought to us by Total Energies, a poorly maintained car engine can age faster. We offer ART with our newly formulated quartz, enhances optimal performance for your engine. Improves protection, makes everything better. Keep your engine younger for longer with Total Quartz. It's an interactive show. Get in touch 54 998 And it looks like it's going to be a lot of rain. It, it, in fact, it looks like it's already raining in some parts of the sea. You know, there are some storm clouds on the sea. Gathering somewhere. Yes. Tonight. We're getting straight into the news. My name is Bernard Abley. I'm here with Godfrey Akotoboa. Good morning, Godfrey. Good morning, Bernard. And Richard, the last guy. Why do they add Esquire to the name of a lawyer? Just, just. <laughs> you know. So basically, it's a, a title of some kind. Um, is it for all lawyers? I mean, yes. I mean, it's used to distinguish, um, you know, lawyers from other folks. Esquire. Uh, yeah, because I mean, it started basically in the UK. Okay. Um, reserved for the nobles. So it's not old-fashioned. Uh, it's not old-fashioned. Uh, to a large extent, you say it's old-fashioned, oh, okay. but I mean, p- people take it seriously. I don't like that. Yeah, idea but some people add it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like it. I just re- <laughs> probably rich guy. That's fine. No, because you, you sky is a brand. <laughs> See, you, 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 you don't need it, but some people do. You yeah, yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, and every morning yeah, yeah. you have two hours to shout. <laughs> and you have to, your laughter is even coded, <laughs> so you don't have a problem. <laughs> but if you suffer to get your law, you put your escort <laughs> the worst form of it. Yes. that one is not a problem. Yes. The worst is actually where you see people write lawyer. Richard Scott. Uh, it's not. So, it's it's also wrong. It's wrong. I mean, you. It's. It, it's just. It's just. It's I think it's just the, like saying journalist Bernard. Avery. Maybe it's the way we journalists sort of uh, media people interview them. So yeah. I have lawyer Amaliba. No, 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 no. It's wrong. No. I have Amaliba, who is a lawyer. Oh, yeah. instead of putting the lawyer yeah, first. Well, so it means you are giving him a title. But then meanwhile, it's just a profession. It's not. It's not a title. Oh, okay. But me, if I suffer to get the law, I had the Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, law is hard. Uh, go for it. I tell you. Anyway, um, well, let me also say good morning to um, a policewoman who is doing some really good work uh-huh. at the airport MTTD. Okay. Uh, she's normally stationed at the traffic light mm-hmm. uh, at the Jack and Jill, no, Association International, okay. the traffic lights there. Yeah, that's so, the Patrice Lumumba. Yeah. Uh, Corporal Clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yes, very small woman. But yeah. she's doing a good, a you big know, job. I, 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 I think um, the, the, the work, the, the changing the police mentality will not be easy. Mm-hmm. But some really, good we, we need shining stars, stars, you know, to make it happen. Um, the way she interacts with people, like you know, some normally you don't have on your seatbelt or something. Say, please stop, pack your car. Yeah, no, 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 no. She tell you put on your seatbelt. Yes. Oh, talks to you properly. Properly, you know. Yeah. Next time, do this. Like it's for your own good. Why yes, are you doing please. this? Yes, she won't waste your time. Uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. So okay. good morning to her. Okay. And uh, 
those who work with her, let her know she's doing a good job. Okay. Anyway, a mm. policeman is leading the front pages of all the yeah, and it's, other, not, it's not a good story. It's not a good story, unlike the one I was just telling you about. Uh, Republic Press goes with Tycoon Charlie. Cop Cage, and that's his nickname, Inspector Ahmed Darkun, aka Tycoon. <clears throat> Uh, so the front page of the paper. And mm. then the Greek minister engages stakeholders. President must not appoint EC members. Mm. This is coming from the CPP. Mm. And uh, Michael Sumaila last year writes that the new taxes will collapse banks and businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, the NDC is roaring over the Galamse report. Story oh. comes to the foot of Sami Jemfi. Okay, let's take you to the Chronicle. The big story says, and... The alleged killer wept. I didn't intend to kill my lover. What happened is between God and I, he said in three. Mm-hmm. Also, NDC wants a special prosecutor to probe leak Galamse report mm-hmm. and the recruitment of film launch. Uh, premieres 13th May at Silverbird. Some okay. other story here on the front page. Front page of the final newspaper also goes with Inspector Metumesi's story. Ekufuado uh, calls for United Front to curtail growing maritime insecurity in the Gulf of Guinea. That's Ghana's precedent. And uh, Ghana gas to acquire Ghana Cylinder Company. Mm-hmm. I'll give you details of that later. The Ghanaian Times says this morning, effects of illegal mining on forests and native tree species in danger face extinction due to destruction of natural regeneration. Also, police in, a policeman in court for killing girlfriend at a doom. Um, something here that says Bogatanga to host Maiden May Day Parade hmm. and Africa needs sustainable development oriented people to transform the continent according to Adelaide Ejepong and the president's call for uh, action to deal with maritime insecurity also here on the front page. All right. That story also misses the front page of the Meridian newspaper as does uh, uh, Inspector um, uh, Ahmed's story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's basically the same story all right. in all the uh, yes, and if you go to the uh, Castelia newspaper, we trust Senyu Husi. Individual uh, bondholders are declaring support for what he is doing. Um, also, obey court order on CDC land. As so many direct security operatives, he's a national security coordinator. And then also something here that says Cozy shows love for Muslims in Adentan. All right. Let me take you online. Citynewsroom.com. Quite a number of stories there. Massive challenges ahead if Ghana fails to secure IMF deal. This is Joe Jackson. And he says we need to do this by May. A couple of stories on Galamse. NDC edges Parliament OSP to probe inform Boatin Galamse report. Also, Akufado collapsing Ghana's cocoa sector. This is Mahama. Meanwhile, eight Ghanaians successfully evacuated from troubled Sudan. And then the president gives uh, Ghana gas the green light to acquire Ghana Cylinder Company. Remember this controversy over this particular matter. The mm. president has okayed the deal. In other stories, WTO boss has healed Ghana for DDP but once against fiscal indiscipline. And then uh, we'll assess the Fiam Ekpos Galamsi petition before uh, probe begins. This is uh, Joseph Wittal of Shraj. Tomato traders blame shortages on insurgencies in Burkina Faso. And then, according to the prosecution in the Kumasi police case, police inspector killed Lava over 5,000 CD debt. Lots of anger in Kumasi over this story on City Newsroom. Major Online will give petition to probe Galamse report the needed attention. This is Shraj. Also, OSP must act with alacrity in probing Primpon Barting's report. Sami Jemfi. Akufuado missed big chance to make clear his position on LGBTQ+. This is Kwabna Ejepong. 
and then u.s woman arrested in sydney with golden gun in luggage that's also on the front page city business news banks to experience 6.1 billion cds in losses over ddep according to a banking specialist also contractors threaten to sue government over unpaid debts in fact still on the banks so the city business news story is an analysis by uh, professor Etuahine. bloomberg is also saying that ghana's top banks post first loss <laughs> as nation restructures debt <laughs> and uh, we are told that so far it's 1.4 billion dollars in impairments Ooh. gcb standard chartered bank report combined loss of 75 million us dollars and this is just two does that include the ones who, who mm. were put together uh, after the I, I, they, they, they've started posting their results and C- almost all C- the C- banks C- almost C- all the banks will make losses <laughs> induced by government haircut so it's oh. a haircut loss now a couple of stories on the sudan situation so as we read 82 Ghanaians have been asked to leave or been rescued from sudan uh we are told that you know yesterday the u.s said the parties had agreed to a ceasefire mm-hmm. Now, today, the UN is saying there's no sign that Sudan rivals are ready to negotiate any ceasefire because sporadic gunfire is still ringing out. Now, if you go to Reuters News, Sudan's al-Bashir, former strongman, moved to military hospital before fighting. So, it'd be like they did not say fight, they can't fight. <laughs> so, Sudan's top leader, Omar al-Bashir, was moved from the prison he was in to a military hospital in the Sudanese capital before the fighting broke out there on April 15. Two sources at the hospital have said so that's uh, a story there for your attention so let's get into the kumasi police story then i'll give you the highlights of the latest on the galamsea report the herald's front page is saying that ex-minister reveals government and military lied about major Mohammed's murder dentra and then they also dig out the truth about some issues there okay. state witnesses running from oponis agongo criminal trials also on the front page and then otihini didn't sell Royal Cemetery, Amanasi Chief beats retreat. And so those are some of the stories in the Herald for the morning. Okay, let me take you to page two of the Republic Press. But you just then. got the graphic as well. I don't know if you did the headline. Yes. Uh, so the graphics front page says uh, 22% of wage bill in wrong pockets. That's coming from the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission. That's their big story. Okay. So let me take you to uh, Kumasi mm-hmm. and this really sad story. Yeah. This, this Inspector Ahmed Chumesi, uh, who has been arrested at Seche mm. near Fidiasi in the Ashanti region following the killing of his girlfriend in the doom in Kumasi. He revealed <clears throat> why he decided to kill her. Mm-hmm. This was because she owed him an amount of 5,000 Ghana cities. Mm-hmm. It was further disclosed that the police officer decided to shoot his girlfriend after mm-hmm. having a misunderstanding with her and asked her to refund his 5,000 Ghana cities. I have no intention to commit the crime. What happened is between me and God, he's quoted as saying. The a story, as was reported by uh, our correspondent, it was so sad. You should see the sister and the brother of the deceased uh, in court. Very, very tragic indeed. And I, I don't know, some, some of these cases happen, but... People should not, not be trigger happy. Like talking to your girlfriend, what are you doing with the gun? What is the gun even doing the conversation? You know, were you carrying it with you in the house? Where were you? So all of that. But the case has attracted a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And the, the family said to our reporter that they are encouraged by the speed with which the court processes have started. Mm-hmm. And it's a story that we'll keep an eye on throughout. So thanks for that report. Okay. Getting back to Sky Chronicle. Yes. Let's stay with matters, you know, in the courts because the the Chronicle has a story on page two that says witnesses are not willing 
to testify in Opunitra. You know, this mm -hmm. matter has taken a long time. And this is quoting a deputy uh, attorney general. Now, the stories are by Benis Bessie. And uh, Benny says this morning that Alfred Yaboa, Deputy Minister for Justice and Attorney General, says prosecution witnesses are not willing to testify in the <coughs> trial of Dr. Stephen Kwabena Opuni mm -hmm. and two others. Now, according to him, not only are the prosecution witnesses unwilling to testify in the case, but some are also on retirement. Hmm. Now, this, he said, was preventing the prosecution um, the chance of uh, filing witness statements as ordered by the court mm -hmm. at the last agenda date, uh, which was uh, April 4. Now, Mr. Tua Yeboa uh, therefore prayed the court to give the prosecution 30 more days to enable them to file the witness uh, statements. Now, he explained mm -hmm. that some of the witnesses refused to testify because they had mounted the witness book for two years. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's just... It's, it's, it's just slow. Crazy. It's, yeah, it's slow. It's slow. Now, let me go to the Frimpong Barton report. Shiraz is saying, though, assess the Fiamme Post Galamse petition before the probe begins. He filed a petition at the Commission on Human Rights and Administrative Justice through his lawyer, Nick Mako Samoa Ado. Mm -hmm. The, uh, uh, I think it's the chairperson of Shiraz, has been speaking to reporters and he's basically confirming the receipt of the petition mm -hmm. and assuring that it will be dealt with with dispatch joseph whittle speaks to city news said the various procedures will be initiated before a full-scale inquiry begins here's a quote the procedures of the commission require that we make an assessment of the complaint it's not every complaint that is filed actually that means the standards of uh, ex of a complaint that can be admitted for investigation mm -hmm. so we'll do the assessment determine which of the mandates if any has been invoked by the petition after which if there are any further and better particulars in terms of clarifications of documents we'll ask for that from the lawyers of the complainants mm -hmm. so that's the the then then then, then the ndc itself let me just give you the the, the galamse yeah. stories ndc itself has been talking about galamse mm -hmm. the party's communication officer uh, is asking for the osp in fact, the party itself, through the communication officer, is asking for the OSP and the parliament to probe from Pompati Galamsey report. So it's interesting that an MP has gone to charge. Mm -hmm. Now, Position DC has said it would formally submit requests to both parliament and the office of the special prosecutor to initiate a public inquiry into Professor Primpon Barton's damning Galamsey report, which implicates certain officials of the governing party. Addressing the video on Tuesday on Galamsey, Sami Jemfi said the ndc calls on a special prosecutor to take keen interest in the matter and launch a full-scale investigation into the issue with the aim of prosecuting anyone found culpable and then he says given the considerable interest public interest in the matter and what it portends for ghana's image among the global committee of nations we should call on parliament to set up a publicly televised and bipartisan probe into the matter to ascertain the truth then just an, a last one on this thing mahama is also talking about it he's accusing the government of collapsing the cocoa sector Aspiring NDC presidential candidate John Mahama says the country's recent cocoa, the country's cocoa sector is on the verge of collapse because of the mismanagement of the sector by the Kufado government. And then he talked, he was talking to party and brand supporters as part of a two-day tour of the Western North region. He also made some comments about Galamse. Okay, so Bernard, it looks like Galamse is doing a lot in the newspapers this morning. Mm -hmm. If you go to the Ghanaian Times, there's a story on P2. It's actually the lead story mm -hmm. that says native tree species are in danger as a result of Galamse. I'll give you that story and two other stories. Uh, two other stories in the chronicle. Farmers attack Achima Pejuahini 
over alleged illegal sale of farmlands. Again, we're told Ochehene has no hand in the sale of Royal Cemetery. A Manse chief sets the records straight. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the first one on our uh, uh, trees mm -hmm. is on page 11 of the Ghanaian Times, and it says that uh, it's actually <coughs> from Kinsley E. Hope mm -hmm. from Kumasi. It says the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research has appealed to the government to do everything possible to fight illegal gold mining as it is uh, posing a great danger to the natural regeneration of native tree species mm -hmm. in the country. Now, according to the Council, Odum Mahogany. Mm -hmm. uh, Cocrodia mm -hmm. and other valuable native species that give the country timber are getting extinct significantly, particularly due to the uh, actions of uh, illegal miners, popularly mm -hmm. called Galamse, mm -hmm. in the country. Now, even though forests restore themselves, the council has observed that the activities of illegal gold miners are destroying the natural regions narration of the native trees making the restoration of degraded ecosystems within the country um very so that's very one galamsey story country. is there another one yeah so there are two other stories we go to the chronicle farmers attack achim apijahini over illegal uh, alleged legal sale of farmlands. Now, the story says hundreds of peasant farmers in Achima Pedria, the farming community in the Edwaka South municipality of the Eastern Region, last Friday poured out onto the principal streets of the town mm -hmm. to register their displeasure with their chief, Osabarima Asante um, Frempon Manso II, over the alleged sales of uh, about 6,000 hectares of farmland to private developers. Mm -hmm. Now, the affected peasant farmers who are not happy with their chief alleged that Osabarima Asante Frempon Manso II had uh, amply demonstrated intentionality to wrongfully and illegally take over their lands for real estate developers and sun winning companies. <laughs> now, if you go to uh, the other story, the Ochehini, mm -hmm. uh, we are told, has no hand in the sale of Royal Cemetery hmm. uh, in that part of uh, the country. Now, the story says that the acting chief of Aman Nase in the Ayenswa Northern Street of the Eastern Region, Obengfo Adwa Jekum I, has stated that the overlord of the Achimba Ibuaka traditional area, Ochehini Usajefo Amoite of Oripenyin II, mm -hmm. had no hand in the sale of the Royal Cemetery in the community to an investor. Now, addressing a press conference on Saturday, the acting chief disclosed that a document on the sale of the old cemetery had shown the sale was made by the late chief of the community, Nana Asamoa Dakwa. So cemeteries the witness, are also so, being sold now. So the, the story is so gory that, uh, you know, apparently somebody sold the cemetery and they want to de redevelop that place into a filling station hey. and they went to exhume bodies. To redevelop re a cemetery into a filling station? I, it's, 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 I mean, it's just horrifying. And <laughs> the, the allegation is that, you know, former chiefs, uh, late chiefs, had actually, their bodies had been exhumed. To make way for, for a, a cemetery, cemetery uh, to become a filling, a station. filling station. In which town? Uh, in the Achimewakwa uh, oh you know, area. All right, I'll now wait for the EPA. I have to issue a permit for it. Hmm. We'll see. Let's Front go to page the, of the daily graphic. I have a couple of banking stories yes. for you. So Where the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission has disclosed that preliminary monitoring report on 58 institutions hmm. has estimated that about 22% of their wage bill is on end salaries. Hmm. This development emerged from an ongoing nationwide payroll monitoring exercise to expunge existing anomalies and fraud in the public sector payroll. Mm -hmm. The exercise is to save the country an estimated 10 billion Ghana cities annually from on end salaries. There's a lot happening in the banking sector. Dr. Richmond, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, he needs to six read, billion. Yes, I, I'm gonna, I want to read those two stories in concert, so okay. that's on City Business then News. Let me, uh, I have one here for you, still on banking, yes, from Dr. Uh, yeah, I have it here. So okay. he says that banks will experience a 6.1 billion CD loss 
over the DDEP. Mm-hmm. And according to further examination of the domestic debt restructuring reveals that 23 banks operating in the country are projected to suffer an additional loss of 6.1 billion CDs. According to him, this is due to the reduction in coupon rates and extension of maturity periods from 5 to 15 years. Now, he says the the only thing that will save the banks is for the government to operationalize the financial stability support fund of 15 billion CDs and also for the Bank of Ghana to fully adopt and implement the Basel III regulatory framework. Now, so that's an analysis. Mm-hmm. But let me give you a report of Bloomberg. Now, they are saying... Uh, Ghana's top banks post first loss as nation restructures debt. It says, Ghana's move to restructure its local currency and overseas debt has resulted in the first loss on record for two of Ghana's top banks. GCB, the country's largest lender by assets, posted a 593.4 million CD loss, which is about $50 million for the year to end December. Its first loss since, guess when? 1993. This is the first time GCB has made a loss since 1993. And this is when Bloomberg started maintaining data. Standard Chartered Bank, Ghana, which is the biggest bank by market value. So there are very various ways of assessing banks. banks, Yeah, so GCB is the biggest bank by lender, Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of assets, how much is, 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 is. And then the Standard Chartered is the biggest by market valuation. They also reported a loss of 297 million CDs. That's about about half of what GCB lost. Mm -hmm. And then... We are told that banks have so far taken a hit of about $1.4 billion. Mm-hmm. According to Bloomberg's own calculations, as Ghana restructures most of its public debt, estimated at about 576 billion CDs. And then they start with different angles. GCB took a charge of 1.83 billion CDs after impairing its debt securities. While Standard Chartered Bank, the amount was 173 million CDs. So Ghana's lenders have been given a month's extension to release their full year and uh, earnings so that when the earnings come we'll tell you more about the position of our banks okay. as they release their results this week and next week okay so let's uh, stay in the business or the financial space because if you go to the custodian page three has a story mm. that says we trust senior Husi, individual bondholders are declaring now i would do mahama and Osmanu al hassan right that the Ghana Individual Bondholders Forum, IBF, has uh, reaffirmed confidence in the leadership of its lead convener, Mr. Senyo Hoshi, um, to recoup their investments. Now, other conveners of the forum have therefore pledged to continue to work assiduously to advocate and effectively represent the interests of individual bondholders' collective investment schemes. Now, the pledge followed a letter submitted to the Finance Minister by Individual Bondholders Association of Ghana, in which it recused itself mm. from deliberations of the technical committee set up to discuss the settlement of outstanding and future principal and coupon payments mm. uh, due to individual Bond the finder has three very strong stories on page 11. 82 Ghanaians have been evacuated from troubled mm-hmm. uh, Sudan. Uh, so this is some good news. And then Ghana Gas uh, is acquiring the Ghana Cylinder Company. The acquisition of the company will help uh, it acquire the necessary resources to help run it efficiently. Mm-hmm. This was captured in a letter the president wrote to the MD of the Ghana Cylinder Manufacturing Company Limited. And then finally for me... Yeah, but that's... Uh, uh, anyway, we can discuss that later. Yes, the Ghana Soybean Farmers uh, and Aggregators Association has called on government to repeal the import and export restriction of soybeans to sustain the livelihoods of its farmers and aggregators in the country. According to Mr. Abdul Hakim, he's a director in charge of administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that the implementation of the regulation had become a thorn in the flesh of soybean farmers as government agencies were using the regulation to obstruct the trade in the yeah. country. 
Uh, I'll give you a story that Kai can link to his final story. Okay. Tomato traders are blaming shortages on insurgencies in Burkina Faso. Oh, the National Tomato Transporters and Sales Association tomato. have attributed the surge in tomato prices in recent weeks to the current difficulties in importing from conflict ridden Burkina Faso, which has led to the shortage of the product in the country. According to the Queen Mother of the Greater Accra Tomato Transporters and Sellers, Otum for Charity, Ghana relies heavily on imports to meet its demand for tomatoes, but recent disruptions in the supply chain from its northern neighbor have left retailers struggling to keep up with demand. Now, she says that it's been increasingly difficult to bring the tomato in because the insurgents sometimes intercept the cargo and it makes things difficult. She said, for example, a crate of tomato goes for about 1,000 130,000 CFA. The high exchange rate is also not helping us. You need to pay transporters. So if you borrow money for your trade, you have to pay the debt. And then she talks about the dangers she went through these past few days just to bring tomato into the country. It takes three days to harvest tomatoes and bring them to Ghana. When it gets here, some of the tomatoes start to rot. Mm. There are conflicts when you go to buy tomatoes. It takes hearts to travel and come back. Mm. We sometimes don't eat or drink water for three days. We travel. Human beings are beheaded before our eyes. They do not attack Ghanaians. If you show them your Ghana card, they will let you pass. We do not understand the conflict. We are only there to buy tomatoes to come and sell here. So, Charlie, it Charlie. is serious. So, inland, there's a problem. On the high seas, too, we have a massive problem there because um, pirates are doing all kinds of things. And the president is jumping into the situation. Mm. And page 12 of the Ghanaian Times has a story. Let's address growing insecurity mm. in Gulf of Guinea maritime space. President to GGC leaders. And Cliff Ekufu writes that President Anadu Danko Ekufu has called on countries bordering the Gulf of Guinea to ensure enhanced cooperation in addressing the growing insecurity in the region's maritime space. Now, he said criminality in the maritime domain of the Gulf of Guinea was a threat to the security and economic development of the region as such countries in the geopolitical space of the region must unite in their efforts to curtail and uh, right. eradicate. Thank you, menace. Sky. Thank you, Godfrey. That's all we have time for. Yeah. Coming up next is the City Business News. Coming up, fiscal outlook for the local Guinean economy to reduce by 6.6% in the coming months of 2023. This is according to economist Professor Eric Osei Asibe. And Director of Business Operations at Dalex Finance, Joe Jackson, predicts economic doom if Ghana fails to secure the International Monetary Fund deal as soon as possible. Let's bring you the details of our stories now. Economist Professor Eric Osei Asibe has opined that the fiscal outlook of the local economy will reduce to about 6.6% in the coming months of the year 2023. He explains that this forecast could be achieved based on government's fiscal consolidation measures as it seeks a $3 billion IMF bailout by May 2023. Earlier, the International Monetary Fund had predicted that the fiscal outlook of the country will be pegged at 7.3%, while Fitch Solutions also pegged it at 6.6%. Professor Eric Oseasibe has been speaking on the issue. Okay, so first of the elephant in the room is really, the projection is that the fiscal uh, outlook looks positive. There's going to be an improvement in the fiscal deficit, which peaked at about 10.4. Last year was 10.4. Uh, 2020 was 11.2. It's going to reduce to about 6.6. .6. 
the IMF think that it's going to be about 7.3, fixed thing it's going to be about 6.6. What is going to explain that is because of the front-loaded fiscal consolidation. We, in, we expect revenue performance to be good because of the new taxes that have been pulled out. We expect future cut, significant expenditure cut. How is that going to come from? It's going to come from the fact that government interest payment obligation will reduce for both domestic and then external. So expenditure is going to reduce significantly and that could bring the fiscal deficit down. Professor Eric Oseyasibe is an economist. Director of Business Operations at Dalex Finance, Joe Jackson, is predicting a major economic doom in the country if Ghana fails to secure the International Monetary Fund IMF deal as soon as possible. His comments comes on the back of the 2023 International Monetary Fund Regional Economic Outlook Report, Sub-Saharan Africa, which revealed that Ghana's net international reserves are expected to end in 2023 at approximately three weeks of import cover. Speaking to City Business News, Mr. Jackson stated that Ghana could experience shortages of major commodities, among others, soon if the deal is not signed to shore up the country's foreign reserves. At this moment, I can't fathom what will happen if we don't do the deal. We have to come to the table. We have to do everything required to do the deal. Otherwise, we're facing massive shortages of foreign currency. We're facing doom sort because we can't import fuel. We're facing shortages of, of fuel, so there'll be fuel queues. We can't import drugs. Even our own bonded dollar, the rice is imported, the chicken is imported, the tomato paste is imported. So listen, we've got to do this deal. And this is a cry to the labor front, the pension fund, and all the other stakeholders who have a role to play in making sure we get the IMS deal by the end of May. He further urged governments to show commitment towards reviving the economy and ensure public buy-in by cutting down on its expenditure. The sad thing is that because this government has consistently refused to cut the size of government, because it's still holding on to an over 60 billion deficit, which means we're going to borrow another 60 billion in this current uh, budget year, the moral authority to tell the prisoners, please, the situation is that, is, is, is not there. But it is what it is. I, I can speak to you and close to tears. I am I, saying, let's not this happen in Ghana. Let's not this happen in Ghana. We've got to find a way to come together as a nation to resolve this issue. Um. The government has to do this show leadership by cutting its own expenditure, the size of government, the appointees, reduce the size of borrowing for this year's budget so that it can have some authority in speaking to the pensioners, in speaking to the other uh, stakeholders to say, this is where we are and this is what we have to do to stave off the disaster. Joe Jackson is the Director of Business Operations at Dalex Finance. The Ghana Export-Import Bank has expressed confidence in the realization of its national export development strategy, which aims to raise Ghana's non-traditional exports to $25.3 billion by the end of 2029. To help achieve this target, the bank is focusing on investing in the handicraft subsector. The global handicrafts market value for 2022 was $704.7 billion, and the market value is expected to reach $1.4 trillion 
by 2028. Speaking during a stakeholder consultative forum on handicraft at Africa Trade House, CEO of the bank, Lawrence Ajinsam, stated his outfit's commitment towards ensuring Ghana captures a major share of the market. We can do more. We've heard from presentation from forestry, from the president, and it appears to be that we are ready and poised to be able to take advantage of the opportunities that lies before us. And with the support of Adexam Bank, as has been testified by some of our people here, I think together we can move this country forward and increase the handicraft from 2% to just 10%, at least in the first three years. We will have employment creation. We will also would have increased our revenues in terms of exports. Another thing that I saw and I commented on is the mix of first generation, second generation, and third generation people here. And that gives we from Edison Bank hope that we can stand by you. The presence of Dovika, who is training artisans and now practicing the buyer seller, I'm sure out of this meeting we'll be able to have some engagement and sit with them for us to also understand some of the bottlenecks and the challenges that they are facing and for those that have also been able to tell us the journey from 1994 and the fairs that they've been able to attend it gives hope to some of us that the handicraft will rise again ceo of the ghana export import bank lawrence Ajensem. Now on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar is selling at 10 CDs 95 pesos. It recorded no price change. The British pound is selling at 13 CDs 59 pesos. It also recorded no price change. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 12 CDs 2 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling for 11 CDs 95 pesos, while the British pound is selling at 14 CDs 75 pesos with the euro going for 12 cities 95 pesos let's now join Gillian hammer of data bank for more on the topic five reasons why you should know your net worth your net worth is the difference between what you own and what you owe in financial terms your net worth equals your assets minus your liabilities knowing your net worth is essential for several reasons number one is money management you can use your income and control expenses better if you know what you own and what you owe a net worth statement shows you how much liquidity you have and identifies the best sources for cash should you need it number two is financial planning Knowing your net worth helps you decide how much to invest, how much money to put towards buying a home or starting a business, paying for your child's education, even providing for your own retirement. Number three is estate planning. Everyone needs to make a will and knowing how much you are worth is key in determining how your estate should be divided up. Number four is insurance planning. Insurance is about protecting your assets. Knowing the value of your assets will help ensure you get proper insurance coverage. Number five is borrowing. If you need to borrow money for a mortgage or take a loan, you will likely need to provide the lender with an accurate account of your existing assets and liabilities. Your net worth will determine the amount of money the lender is prepared to offer. So get to know your net worth today. That was Gillian Hammer of Data Bank. And then the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Nanatufu Abwating. Many thanks for listening. Do have a good business day.
The other day, I visited Kweku at his funky new office to congratulate him on opening his business. And man, was I impressed. The business is just moving quick. The sales, customers, everything is just working seamlessly. The secret? Hmm. He said, it's MTN Business Broadband. In this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. We are good together everywhere you go. Driving out of frustration. What hadn't I done? Purging, replacing electrical parts, changing my fuel pump, and still the engine noise in my car won't stop. Then I met this guy who said I should try Goyle Fuel. Uh, uh, by the way, my name is Thomas. I did try Goyle Super XP Run 95. Now my car is renewed. Yankongwa! Goyle stocks only higher grade fuels, further enriched with XP3, multifunctional enhancer, more efficient, eco friendly, and at no extra cost. Available at every Goyle station. Ajibebia. Goyle Super XP Run 95 and Diesel XP. Higher grade fuels. Excellent for modern engines and all vehicles. Goyle. Good energy. Yayadim. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Thirty minutes past seven. City breakfast show. Getting ready for the sport news brought to you by the show. For over a decade, we've been providing the support for our businesses and our customers with attractive solutions. If you value security as well as a competitive return, talk to Lesheho. We have ninety-one day, one eighty-two day, three sixty-five day. Uh, instruments call 0577 let's help achieve your goals let's share let's improve life this segment is also brought to you by shell our fuel safe triple action formula improves engine efficiency prevents deposit buildup and protects your engine from wear and corrosion for extra clean extra protection and extra savings switch to shell fuel safe today because extra kilometers go a long way Benjamin Kitty is joining us what a big big day it is particularly in the English Premier League mm-hmm. the title decider happening at the Etihad Stadium today and I'm fully for Arsenal yep 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 it's a road show as well so it's a midweek road show wonderful yeah what time is this happening 7 p.m. so you should come around 6 p.m. you know the game is at 7 p.m. so 6 p.m. Would they, have, some... would they have fried uh, everything fried day yam day. and gizzard calamari gizzard drinks Very sandwich important. everything day we'll so, be there. yeah Charlie <laughs>
headlines, Manchester City take on Arsenal tonight in a potential title decider at the Etihad. Also, it's a roadshow and we are at the Cosmopolitan. So, pass through tonight, Burnley, they have been crowned winners of the championship under head coach Vincent Company. In the NBA playoffs, there were wins for the Suns, the Nuggets and the Atlanta Hawks. <music> Let's start off with some local news and former Kumasi Asante Kotoko player Yusuf Chipsa has loaded the high level of competitiveness in this season's Bet Power Premier League. The league enters match week 28 with only seven games left to play and the Diana Stars the league leaders are only five points ahead of Asante Kotoko, the reigning champions who currently sit in fifth place. In an interview with City Sports, Chipsa expects an exciting finish to the league season. Uh, well, in general, I think uh, the competitiveness has been has been great. It's been one of the of the toughest league for for the lack of Kotoko to have taken advantage of certain games recently. I think we'd have had a photo finish for for the championship. Bottom there has been tough as well. Uh, we just saw today's game ending up in in four two. I mean, two two us at ninety minutes uh, tells you that it's been a very competitive and tough game. Uh, so far, I think the, the, the competition is getting interesting and tougher. They have former Asante Kotoko midfielder Yusuf Chipsa speaking there. Let's get to the full fixture. Alex and Tamale City's take on Hearts of Folk. There's Legon City's versus Accra Lions. Brekum Chelsea up against Kotoku Royals. There's Kim Faisal versus Bechim United. Mediama take on Dreams. Adriana take on Bibiani Gold Stars. Uh, there's Great Olympics versus Kotoko. That's tomorrow. And then there's Real Tamale United versus Karela United. So that's what the midweek action in the Ghana Premier League looks like. Let's get to some other news in GF. President Keto Kreku has pledged to provide 140,000 Ghana cities to beat soccer clubs for the upcoming 2022-2023 uh, season. The season will commence on May 27th uh, and each of the 14 clubs will receive 10,000 Ghana cities as emphasized by Okreku during the launch of the Beach Soccer Premier League yesterday. Even though today we are here talking about clubs from Greater Accra, from Central, from Volta and from the Eastern region, soon who have clubs from all the other regions also participating in beach soccer. Tentatively, our Premier League will start from the 27th of May, 2023. To help our clubs for a good takeoff, the Football Association is providing each of the 14 clubs a support fund of 10,000 Ghana cities to each of the clubs. 50% of this money will be paid immediately. We heard GFA President Keto Kriku speaking there. Let's get to some other news. And a multidisciplinary task force has begun a four-day review of the ECOWAS Youth and Sports Policy. The group aims to revise two policy documents and provide technical input for ECOWAS Vision 2030, African Union Vision 2063, and also some sustainability work as well. Francis Chooks in Juaguani is the director of the ECOWAS Youth and Sports Development Center. All of those new trends that you see in sports, all the new trends and the challenges that young persons are facing, not just in West Africa but across the world, uh, will be taken on board in the new policy documents that are going to emerge from, from this session of experts this week. What we're trying to do is simply update um, our old documents to ensure that all new and emerging trends are effectively captured. 
Let's move on to some foreign stuff and let's get a recap of last night's Premier League action. Wolverhampton Wanderers, they were 2-0 winners against Crystal Palace. Aston Villa, they beat Fulham uh, by one goal to nil. So Aston Villa going really strong there under Unai Emery. Leeds United, they played out a 1-1 draw with Leicester City. Now today is the big day and we have a roadshow at the Cosmopolitan at the El Beam plaza it's manchester city versus arsenal at the etihad a big potential title decider let's get to the camp of manchester city and pep guardiola and Mikel Arteta both say the top of the table game between their sides will not decide the title race it's really important not decisive because there's still many tough games for both sides we have more games to play but uh, we cannot deny how important it is I think Mikel bring them in another dimension. In fact, uh, they are uh, huge competitors in all senses. They are so aggressive. We knew from the beginning, and uh, the City was the team to beat, uh, probably with Liverpool, because what those teams have done in the last six, seven years, and they fully deserve that credit and uh, and to be at the top. And we were the ones that wanted to be closing that gap as much as we possibly could, and we are toe to toe with them. We know, we knew that we had to go to the Etihad. We know that after that, they're going to have another five very difficult games. So that game is going to be really important. Is it going to define the season? The answer is no. So first you had Pep Guardiola and then you had Mikel Arteta of Arsenal speaking there. Let's get to some other uh, games that are happening. Nottingham Forest take on Brighton and Hove Albion. There's Chelsea taking on Brentford. Now interim Chelsea manager Frank Lampard was asked if he agrees with assertions that his team has nothing to play for. Um, I don't have a mentality of that there's nothing to play for. And for, for, I was fortunate enough to be part of teams that were challenging normally for, for stuff towards the end of the season. But that's not a given. In fact, we've been fortunate at Chelsea to have that for, for what, 15, 20 years now. There's a lot of clubs, big status in the Premier League that, that don't do that. We do it. That's why we feel it that bit more. So I think it's important that it's just there's a reality that when you have long careers, I've had one as a player and now a coach, um, you won't compete absolutely every season. It's not a given. So it comes down again to your personal you know, pride, responsibility, wearing the shirt. We've got now seven games, four against the top four three away from home so the, the running's really tough there's no doubt about that so my interest is to see how the players react to that one because they're tough games um, so there's always something on those games I understand that and the players have to understand that Chelsea interim manager Frank Lampard speaking there there's also West Ham United hosting Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp insists his Liverpool team must keep the momentum after winning their last two matches we have to, to keep going. I think a lot, of, a lot of things to like in the last two games, two and a half games, and that's what we have to continue. We need to make sure that it's not that difficult for people to watch us, that they like it again and that they think, OK, that's it. That's a, a good way to, to start a football game. It's a good way to, to play a football game and to finish a football game. And that's exactly what we want to do, that we change a couple of things and changed, that we um, put a finger in again in a bit more um, give them more importance. I think that's clear. The way we defend altogether must be different to a lot of games we played this season, and it will stay a subject um, until I leave here. 
to head Liverpool manager Jürgen Klopp speaking there. So big midweek uh, action for the English Premier League. Talking about the championship now, Emmanuel Benson, he came off the bench to score a stunning goal that earned Burnley a 1-0 win over local rivals Blackburn, uh, which eventually clinched the Skybet championship title for Vincent Company's Clarets. Now, having been second best for much of the Lancashire Derby at Ewood Park, it looked as though Burnley's wait for the title would extend until the weekend at least with 18 days having already passed since they were promoted back to the Premier League at the first time of asking. Now, eight minutes after his introduction, Benson cut in off the right flank and curled home a beauty uh, to which Rovers had no response. So, uh, they have won the championship and they are back in the Premier League as well. Let's finish off with some basketball from the NBA. The playoffs, the Phoenix Suns are moving on to the next round of the playoffs. They uh, have finished off the Clippers 4-1. So, they will now play the Denver Nuggets in the next round. Now, the Denver Nuggets themselves beat the Timberwolves to win uh, their series uh, 4-1. Uh, so, they are also up to the next round. And then, the Boston Celtics are uh, leading 3-1, allowed the Atlanta Hawks to claw back into that series. So, it's 3-2. The Hawks winning that particular game from last night. And so, uh, a lot to come from that series as well. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia, the small sport at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Health Tidbits is brought to you by the Yahoo Medical Center. Welcome to Yahoo Health in the City. The kidneys, renal pelvis, ureters, bladder, and urethra all come together to form the urinary system. This system filters your blood to remove waste. And at the center of this activity are the kidneys. The kidneys are two bean-shaped organs about the size of a fist. They are located just below the rib cage, one on each side of your spine. Healthy kidneys filter about half cup of blood every minute, removing waste and extra water to make urine. They do so to help regulate blood pressure, produce hormones, and maintain electrolyte balance in the body. Staying adequately hydrated can help maintain proper kidney function by flushing out waste products and toxins from the body and preventing the formation of kidney stones and reducing the risk of urinary tract infections. Stay tuned tomorrow as we continue to discuss how to protect the kidneys. Call or WhatsApp us on 050-143-6662 for further inquiries or follow Nyahoo Medical Center on social media for more health in the city tips. Nyaho, improving your quality of life. Health Tidbits was brought to you by the Nyaho Medical Center. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. And I'm in a club with your favorite singer.
734 City Breakfast Show. Happy birthday to Papa Chum of Compassion International Ghana. We love you so much from all of us at Compassion Ghana. You're 50 years old today. Good morning, Kali. Wish my first girl, Mami Ifua Ejima Sa, aka Dollar, a happy blessed birthday. Today marks her 10th. We pray for God's protection of our life. May she live to fulfill her promises and purpose in life. This is God in Sa and the entire Sa family. Happy birthday to Dr. Linda Na, lecturer at the University of Professional Studies, Accra. God bless you. We truly appreciate you from MABC Evening Students. Happy 6th year to Mrs. Juliana Ewefrifa, wife of Apostle Ewefrifa, Church of Pentecost, Dunkwa area head. We ask for good, long life and good health for her. To enjoy the fruits of her labor from her children, Dr. Benedicta, Reverend Oliver, Kwekuentri Senior and Junior, and your in-laws. Happy birthday to Dr. Benedicta Opokua Totime. This is coming in from your siblings as well. And I'd like to say belated uh, birthday or send belated birthday wishes to my mates from Accra Academy, Daniel Kwache, mm-hmm. aka K Nash. K Nash. So yesterday was uh, Daniel's birthday. Daniel, belated happy birthday to you. Okay, so Bernard, um, this morning I have a special dedication I want to do to um, the wife of my very, very, very best friend, uh, Michael Asamal Bing of Zenith Bank. The wife is Mrs. Phoebe Obing of the Ghana International School. And uh, he says this morning that may the years ahead be even greater than the years past thank you for being my best friend companion and above all the mother of our kids 
enjoy the rest of the day from your lovely husband michael uh, Phoebe is a wonderful woman, and um, I celebrate. I join myself to that, that request yeah. this yeah. morning. Phoebe, enjoy the day mm -hmm. and, and have a fantastic, blessed celebration. Okay. Let me add one more. This one is coming in again uh, from uh, a husband, and it says, Happy 40th birthday to my lovely wife, best friend, and mother of my three lovely kids, Mrs. Licia Awude. Uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to spend the rest of my life with you. May this special day and the many years ahead be filled with joy and fulfilled dreams. It's coming in from your husband, Leslie Aude. stories uh this, this morning my my mind is on uh, a, a lady called majwa and you know i started seeing um poor substatus of people talking about justice for majwa because she had been shot and killed by her <coughs> alleged or by a boyfriend who's a police officer and yesterday matters came to a head where of course the police arrested this um, man and arraigned him for court so i'm going to go to kumasi to get the, the details of the story it's, it's a bit troubling listening to friends and siblings of majwa it's very sad the way the whole thing um sort of turned out so i'll, I'll talk about we'll talk about that a bit this morning and then the latest in the galamse report that professor Fimpon Boating uh sent to the chief of staff now the latest twist is that the ndcmp for north Dai has instructed his lawyer to send a petition to the commission for human rights and administrative justice so this is a substantive movement on the matter so it's no longer a call so for example ndc made a call osp should do this parliament should do this but now this, this is actually they've sent a full petition so we are going to get into what he's asking shash to do and what that's going to mean but, but you know there's something else on my mind you know and this evening it's, it's funny I'm, I'm, I, I am I, I'm not an Arsenal supporter but I'm, I'm very very I'm troubled oh I'm, I'm troubled by you know when it matters most then they'll go and do then they are capitulating under so, pressure so yeah. today oh. today we are doing a roadshow to support us now that's what oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's the way i see you know ask mao farmer uh mao farmer mauli jikata and the crew who pray at midnight and then also no, 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 they have to, more important to also pray for them no 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 no, no 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 because arsenal need a team because if they don't win this thing Charlie, that, you know Charlie, you've been guarding the, the top of the table for the entire season oh. it's just it's just the yeah. it's just the, you know the the 
the, the past three games they've drawn. Yeah. Yes. So that Samens is not even able to eat these days. That's not true. You know, and is a bad boy. You know, he yesterday he put out a picture on Twitter where they were training and said. We can't wait. <laughs> Look, in about five minutes, the tweet had close to three hundred thousand likes. That is how you much know, they anticipated. Over the weekend, I saw I saw an ad on on British television mm. where these Arsenal fans, you know, they said, "Yeah, we are on top of the table." And then there's this man just sitting in the corner of the bar. Then he says, "You think so?" Then they turn and look at him and say. You know what Man City will do to you? <laughs> and the, then the boys go quiet. Says they will look at you. Said, they look at you with the black of their eye. <laughs> I can't believe this, bro. <laughs> when you watch the English channels, especially those that do the social media ones, yeah. the guys are angry about how Arsenal is behaving these days. Look, Charlie, you laugh. But anyway. tonight, tonight is big. So yeah. tonight we're doing a roadshow. It's a midweek yep. roadshow. Yep. You don't typically do midweek roadshow. Yep. It's a big, yep. big, big game. Yep. And it's almost like the people who set up the fixtures knew yeah. that this was going to be a big game. Yep. So it's a title decider, right? Absolute cracker. Look, the two managers are doing their best to downplay the importance of the game. Ateta says, oh, you know, I have five big games after this to play. So it's not that big a deal. Guardiola says it won't define their season. Omoboa. Mm. This is a big game. So it uh, five points separate the two yep. teams. Yes. Yep. And then Man City has two, two games in two hand. Games in so hand. Arsenal has to win. Yeah. They still have their destiny in their own hands. So that's if they win. Exactly. So they still need to win this game. Oh, if City I mean, win both games, they go top by one point. What so if there's a draw? I think Arsenal will take a draw in this game. But if they draw, City will have two games with five points. No, gap. so so this is one of those two games. <laughs> one of those two hand. games. No, it will not. Two games in hand because Hasna is also playing. There will still be two games in yes, hand. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You're actually so, right. yep. so yep. if they even draw, draw, the I mean City has the chance to get yeah. six points in yeah. those two extra games. And they have a superior goal difference as well. So, so Asna has to win. Yep. Asna has to win. Well, we wish them well. That's yeah. all we can. So, but where is that happening? Where's the happening? cosmopolitan? The well, cosmopolitan is, is at Jolu Junction. So it's at the El Beam Plaza, really nice place. Oh, opposite Fiesta Real. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, opposite yes. Fiesta Real, really nice place. What happens typically is that you know that's a traffic zone, so mostly people park their cars, have drinks over there, just chill out a bit, wait out the traffic before they go home. So usually, for those who live in Legon, Medina, yeah, Ashalibutui, yeah, when yeah. they are going through the yeah. N1, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's traffic either crossing the yep, N1 yep. or from the other Akimota. side. Yeah. So this is if you are from Achimota, it's on your right. Mm-hmm. If you are crossing mm-hmm. the N1 from Jowl, it's also on your right. right. Yep. I see. Yep. It's yep. called the Cosmopolitan. The Cosmopolitan, really nice. So they have a ground floor mm. with a projector. They have a rooftop if that's where you want to chill. They okay. have, I mean, a lot of spaces in there, and the food is really good. That's one of the best. So what about time this. are so you going to be there? Six p.m. We will be there at six p.m. And the game so is when? Seven p.m. Wow. Yeah. So we'll be there at six PM, chit chat, have a few drinks. I mean familiarize. I I don't know. Like (laughs) there there was a game against uh, West Ham West Ham where he he lost some ball. Yeah. Then I think the last game to the Southampton game. He lost some ball, even though it didn't result in a goal directly. He's been he's been off color in the last two games. That's that's to be honest is he but tired it, what's wrong with him no i don't think he's tired I, I think it's a consequence of the whole team but you see it's felt even more because he's the conductor of the team and so when his conducting is off the whole machinery will break down but i i think that arsenal have really missed william saliba i mean 
the oh, ability, yeah, the ability, he, he the ability the to person. defend. I mean, in a high line, recover in time. It's just not the same with a guy like Rob Holding. He doesn't have. Uh, you need a fast defender. Yeah, you need a really quick yeah. defender. I mean, to be able to do that quickly, come back when the ball is played in behind. He doesn't have the pace for that. He doesn't even have the technical yeah. know-how. And, and Saliba the entire season, Gabriel Magaes has played with Saliba. Now all of Saliba is out. He has to yeah. play with Rob Holding. If Pate wins the EPL, he will be which? Are, which? Are, how many Ghanaians have won the EPL? One. One. Just Michael Essien. Oh, Michael Essien. Are you kidding me? Just yes. Michael Essien. Oh, yeah. the whole Ghana. Yeah. Yeah. This is record just, Michael, just Michael Essien. With Chelsea. Yeah. So it will be a very, very oh, big. Are you guys sure about this? Very yes. serious about this. When my, when Tony <laughs> Eboa, when Tony Eboa joined Leeds United, they had already won their title in the yeah. early nineties. They didn't yeah. win again. So no Ghanaian has won the EPL except Michael Essien. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. I mean, this is actually if I mean if we are being honest, this is wow. a pretty prominent period for Ghanaian players in England. This is the most prominent period really? for Ghanaian players. Yes. I Who mean, else is doing well? I mean, we have about ten players in the Premier League. Even before we talk about okay. doing well, so there's Kamal Dean now. We can talk about uh, Jordan Ayew. Yep, you can talk about Salisu. You can talk about Salisu Martin. Hasn't played in a while. Though. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with him? Salisu has been battling with niggling injuries. Some knocks here and there. I mean, there, there was speculation that. Because Southampton are going down, his commitment has waned, but they've come out to debunk all of that. It's so just been some well. injury situation. Amate was close to winning a title with Leicester, but well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Amate, no, technically, yes, technically, yes, he technically, yes, he was getting the medal. He joined on the other half. So why are you yeah. saying oh, oh, no, okay, but so it's no, wait, 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 has won. No, no, actually, actually, we made a mistake. Jeffrey Schlopp is a title winner as well. Yes. With Leicester, so Schlopp, Schlopp two, three. Jeffrey yes. Schlopp, Amate, yes. and then Essien. Yes, no, no, that's actually true. No, it also, Schlopp, it's also Schlopp because also goes under the radar no, because, because when he won it, he hadn't declared to play for Ghana yet. So there was and that. also because you know, uh, Leicester's win was so yeah. out of the yeah. blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very difficult to remember. Schlopp I think most people forget Schlopp. But I actually remember Schlopp played a prominent oh, no, part in Schlapp that. Did. And then Schlapp did. Amate in the last five or so games yeah. came on to do a lot of cameos yes. so, because they, so he they needed joined, yes. for he almost all the games. They needed, yes. they needed a, an January. extra body in the middle. Yeah, he joined in January. So Amate has so won. Three. So two players on one team. But Essien has won more than once. Yes, Essien won. Essien won. I think Essien won like three. Because Chelsea under Mourinho. When he joined, they were halfway through to winning the title in 05. But he still won the and title. Then they won in 06. Yes. Uh-huh. So and that's, then, that's and at then least under, two. Under and then United did a three-peat. And then Chelsea won again. Is so Essien was there when they won. won plenty. Yes. Yeah. Essien, Essien has won a lot. Yeah. But, but for Partey to win with Arsenal after almost two decades, I think that would be huge. And especially since and he's, one he's of been such a mainstay. Yeah, he is. He's one of their most important players. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, Call him and talk to him. Tell him that you should stop that. <laughs> no, but I, See, I don't think anybody. I don't. Th- I don't the think it's him alone. The back. team is going through a setting. No, have you noticed that when Partey plays well? Look, there was a period in Arsenal mm-hmm. this season when Partey they don't lose. Yeah. Yes. And then when he was not well, they were not playing well. So yes. I think he's probably their best player. Yeah. Probably. Probably yeah. their best player overall because if you look at the contributions of everybody maybe the goalkeeper i mean the win percentage with him in the team yeah. is about 92 percent when he's out of the team it drops to about 75 percent so i mean it's pretty significant you know i was at a shaman over the weekend and i was with a friend and we saw people playing football and i said Charlie, the next thomas party may be here yeah, yeah, yeah. because there's this park that they, they play there's a big park near the Tema roundabout as mm-hmm. well where they, they mm-hmm. have teams mm-hmm. playing on sunday afternoon mm-hmm. and things 
it's a fascinating story. If he actually wins the EPL, it will be a great story. Yeah. Looking right. at where he's come yep. from yep. and how yep. how how he went to he Europe. Is. Yeah. You know, Pate is not loud. He la- he is like Asian. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because a lot of Ghanaians compare Pate to Asian. A lot. You know? a lot. But look. But you know, the only thing is that you know, Asian took the EPL by storm. Like I remember those days when Asian plays for Chelsea. Yeah. Like. Essien is responsible for half the yeah, Chelsea fans like, in Ghana. Like, if not, like, the, the, like you know, because, it's because Essien of the type was of, the power in yes, Chelsea. Yes, because Pate the, doesn't do it the same way. Essien is like when Essien really wants to play. Yeah, yeah, he, he's the type of player. Yes, yeah. quite I mean, energetic. Essien, box, Essien box, was like, long distance goal, you know that kind of thing. Pate has his own way of doing his thing. He has his own his style. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but big I think game he should be a bit more aggressive. Big game for him today. Like if I watch Pate and Rodri, Pate and Rodri were colleagues yeah, in Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Okay. Rodri has become, in my view, one of the most important players for Man City. He, he takes charge of the game. Yeah. He In games that they have struggled to score, Rodri will come and score or he'll give an assist because he realizes that his role mm-hmm. as the metronome. Yeah. Like, but... It's but, like, but probably he's that type. Yeah. He should clear the people and you know, he's I, 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 I feel like yeah. I, I feel where you're coming he's from. Too, like, at, he's, as he's a number six, relaxed. he's too conservative yeah. sometimes, especially when you know what he can do offensively. But you know, sometimes managers are so strict with tactics that you need to sometimes yeah, just leave, stay within your zone. Yeah, stay within your zone. But I get what you mean. Tonight is a big game for him because. All season, he's drawn comparisons from Casemiro today, like you're talking about. He'll go up against Rodri. And Rodri is considered the best DM yeah. in the league, if not top three. Today, and so, Pate should mm-hmm. put Rodri in his pocket. Yeah. Get a shot from the 18. <laughs> a shot. See the net. You know, then, take no, off his no, that... say, this is for you. Yeah. We, we, we then need, you come on the front page of the newspapers. We need, say, yeah. we need an I am him performance from hey. Pate today. Big one. You know, it's like today is the day that Charlie Party should Charlie so like I mean I mean it's, I mean you're right. If you have if there's any day where you need yeah. to show your progress, it is today. He because should deal with Rodri. Yeah. <laughs> 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 headache should, should not be Rodri. He should just clear the world. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a performance you do where they do yeah. today. It's like to know what it was the party show. Yeah. yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. We, we we need that kind of performance from him today, especially like I'm saying. Look, there have been big games this season, but I think this is the most important game of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No game this season matters more than this. And yeah. Arsenal know this. Manchester City know this. Arteta knows this, so mm. they'll go in there prepared. They know what they need to do. But Ellen Haaland is also still lurking. You know, he's <laughs> he has plans of his own. And he wants to win this Golden Boot thing. Add it to a title. Don't mind. But the thing is, that when Manchester see, City are in the rearview mirror, it's it's. And Manchester crazy. City, you see, this is it. They have experienced all kinds of title chases But they've chases never before. been. Every time they've won, they've been in in front. Almost okay. every time but, they've but won I, in the past six years, agree. Yeah. Somebody's been chasing them. I so agree. it's not the same as you, you chasing. See, I agree. When Liverpool won the league. Oh, we are 18 points ahead of them. Yeah. No, I'm talking, about, I'm, not, I'm talking about the season before. They came back from Man City they came hunted from Liverpool yeah. down they came from and they won that game at the Etihad yeah. to tilt the challenge. That's so, the that goal that is doing. <laughs> it wasn't a goal. <laughs> anyway, to be live on City, it will be. Uh, it will be. It will FM be. Yeah. from 6 30. Yeah. So, right after Eyewitness News, mm-hmm. there'll be no point blank. We're going straight in. So you'll be there with Pichichi. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, um, coach, everybody will be there. Everybody will be there. Everybody will be there. So it's a, it's a, it's a pretty big uh, day for all of us. Big roadshow. This is our, I think, our fifth roadshow of the season. And so... And probably yes. the biggest. Okay, yeah. let me take your prediction before you go. <sighs> um, hmm. 
Prediction. Man, man City to win. Oh, well, uh, ah, but what? Oh, you're too pragmatic. No, I think. Ah, so I what? So Man City can't win. It's an, you have to say. <laughs> no problem. You have no. to say from your heart, not from your head. No, 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 no. I, it is not. You, see, you are too real. You see, there's no. You see, Bernard. How can Man City? You have to say as now. We. No, <laughs> no, Man City today. To no, today, today the forces, <laughs> the forces are up against Manchester City. Charlie. Oh, I think, the... think Arsenal will put up as big a fight as they can. They today. have no choice yeah. than to fight but really hard. No, I, point, I say Arsenal. We are saying to this prediction. And is a democracy. So, you are saying, so I'm saying City to win. Give, give us a scoreline. City to win. Yeah. Three one. Oh, Nathan! Talika, you call it Nathan. No. Wait, is it that you don't like the it's prediction? Pa- it's me that you are it's okay. It's fine. But do you, do you do you know how I feel as a United fan looking <laughs> at Man City and the potentially Arsenal have this. Arsenal have this. I say Arsenal two one. Arsenal two one. Anyway, so we'll see you at the Cosmopolitan with uh, Benjamin Nketiah, Nathan Kwao, uh, Pichichi, I forget his real name. Uh, Chumansu. Uh, A.K.A. Pichichi. And then we also have, uh, who else is there? Remind me. Susu Graham, Gabi Ofer, Edwin Kwakofi, everybody will be there, the whole crew will be Wonderful, wonderful. wonderful. Alright, so that's uh, coming up later today. It's really the big, 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 big football game for the weekend. In the meantime, Imperial General Assurance believes that your insurance experience should be memorable. When you insure with us, you have the peace of mind to focus on what matters to you because we will be there for you when the unexpected happens. Our newly introduced travel insurance policy, the Imperial Travel, gives you total coverage for all your travels outside Ghana. Talk to us today for all your insurance needs, motor engineering, accident, marine, fire bonds and have that insurance experience that gives you smiles call us on 0302-788-955 or 0577-667-436 or talk to your insurance broker or any of our agents across the country you can also follow us on all our social media handles Inspire general assurance solid protection everybody is looking for that one thing that pushes them to bring out their best and enable them to reach peak performance your car wants this too that's why your best bet is to give it shell helix engine oil lubricant specially designed to bring the best out of your engine protecting it from wear and tear while providing the power and performance needed to give you the best ride every time so whether you're cruising on the open road or battling with busy traffic shell helix will keep your engine running smoothly choose shell helix lubricant for the ultimate power performance and protection visit your local shell station today and experience the difference for yourself and la bianca the leading frozen foods company in ghana is at it again we're proud to add to our list of amazing brands the for the first time uh akoko tasty locally produced bread and slaughtered chicken fresh frozen chicken comes freshly portioned in chicken breast chicken thighs chicken wings chicken back and gizzard La Bianca is the sole distributor of Akuko Tasty. For your fresh quality frozen food, locate La Bianca at the Fishing Harbor Road, Tema New Town, opposite NIB. Call 0505-431-111 for more information. La Bianca, your number one frozen foods company. I'll read a few comments about the game and then I will move to Kumasi, where a police officer has been remanded over allegedly murdering his 26-year-old girlfriend called Madjua. It's a really sad story. 
a couple of quick comments nathan on the yeah, whatsapp yeah. platform <clears throat> excitement is building yeah yeah around the game yeah, before pe- we get into people are excited too several people and then sky about. has some news that he wants to break <laughs> I see. Usually he he comes with the news when he sees the signature of the president. <laughs> so if okay. if you have the signature of the president and you can confirm that it's true, then allow you to break the news at eight o'clock. Mm. Actually I've actually confirmed Oh, it's true? Yeah, that's right, it's true. It's so true. her l- is it her ladyship or her lordship? Ladyship. Her ladyship Um Justice Tokonu. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be your new chief justice. Our next chief justice. If the Council of State gives their approval and uh, so it means Parliament eventually endorses the same. So the process is President nominates, yeah. Council of State approves. Yeah, they look at it and make Parliament the recommendation accept. right. Uh-huh. So what do you have that tells you that this is going to happen? So this is a, a letter um, that has been issued by the President. Mm. Um, addressed to the chairperson of the Council of State. Okay. And uh, briefly, it is dated the 25th April uh, 2023. Mm -hmm. And it says that, uh, I hope this finds you in good health Mm -hmm. and spirit, uh, you know, because it's a little faint. Mm -hmm. And it says that the Chief Justice Kwesine Niyeboa is Mm -hmm. due to retire from uh, the bench on the 24th of May, 2023, at his uh, 70th birthday. Congratulations to him. Yeah, in order to avoid a vacuum and uh, ensure that a new Chief Justice is immediately in office Mm -hmm. after his retirement, Mm -hmm. I have decided to begin the process of appointment now. All right. Article 144, Clause 1 of the Constitution, which governs um the appointment of a chief justice requires that i mm-hmm. first consult with the council of state okay before seeking the approval of parliament mm-hmm. consequently i am nominating justice gertrude araba esaba tokonu a member of the supreme court as a new chief justice wonderful i hereby enclose a copy of her curriculum vitae mm-hmm. for your attention I am fully satisfied that Justice Tokonu, who has uh, been on the Supreme Court for the past four years mm-hmm. and has been a member of the judiciary mm-hmm. for the last uh, 19 years, wow. is duly qualified wow. and eminently fit to Wonderful. discharge the functions of Chief Justice. Justice yeah. Araba Esaba Tokonu. Tokonu. Gertrude. Yes. I would be grateful for the council's expeditious action on mm-hmm. Justice Gertrude. Tokonu nomination, mm-hmm. her, her nomination, mm-hmm. so that Parliament may be at liberty to consider it as early as possible mm-hmm. during current section, such as the new Chief Justice will be ready mm-hmm. to be sworn into office upon retirement of Chief Justice Kwesi Enim Yeboa. Thank you mm-hmm. in advance for your. So, vote. what is the President asking the Council to do? So, the President will consider her nomination and then the provide, Council. Yeah, the Council will provide the advice <coughs> on it. I say yes or no. Yeah, so based on the advice, mm-hmm. um, the President will forward a formal nomination to parliament for parliament to make a decision and how will parliament decide so parliament would um, invite memorandum uh, or memoranda from the public whether mm-hmm. she's fit for the job or not if mm-hmm. people have any issues mm-hmm. they will send it to parliament mm-hmm. after the speaker would have announced on the floor that this is the appointment that mm-hmm. the, the intended appointment the president intends to make refer the matter to the appointments committee of parliament mm-hmm. du- during um, two weeks or maybe a week or as the, co- the, the parliament committee 
will determine, they would invite these memorandum or memoranda. Mm -hmm. People will submit the same, and then they will invite the woman. Oh, uh, so they, they will they will do a, some sort of hearing, yeah, vetting so type vetting, of thing. Yeah, proper vetting. So is that usually done in camera? No, no, it will be done in public. Wonderful. Unless there are issues bordering on national So maybe security. there may be aspects that may not... Yeah, but we don't have a history of okay. considering those. So the Council of States will consider this and it won't take them that long. Yeah, it Because should. the deadline is 24th May. Yeah, 24th, which so is just next month. Has, has the president ever nominated more than one? Or usually this is one the at third a third person. No, what I'm saying is that mm. can the president say, this is justice talking, this is justice, this is justice, that. Uh, Council of State, uh, look at all three and tell me which one you want. Uh, no, no, no. It doesn't no, do it that way. No, no. It's, it, normally, you would have... There's some input from the judiciary itself. Uh -huh. So if you read the, the case of GBA, Richard Sky, and mm. um, another versus the Attorney General, mm -hmm. um, the Supreme Court explained what the position of the law is. Mm -hmm. So normally, you would have the input from the judiciary, mm -hmm. uh, which is sent to the president. So they normally will give a short list. Mm -hmm. So that short list, the president will look at it and say, that okay i think i'm settling on this person so you would have heard that there was a conversation around uh unicolendi um respected uh, jurist in our country mm. that he was also being considered for, for for the job but what ultimately has happened per this letter that i'm reading to you is that the president has made his decision mm -hmm. things that um justice Esaba uh, Tokonu mm. is the person to do she's been job. on the bench for 19, 19 years. years that, that is years. two decades mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of experience so she's obviously more experienced than yoni kulendi on the bench on the bench yes yes and so uh you do not see you don't foresee the council of state saying no i i i, I doubt you, you do not see this will. so now this parliamentary committee is the same appointments committee that uh, vets the ministers exactly, right exactly. so this hearing will be live on television yeah hopefully and um what will they be looking what will they be doing well i mean you know questions will come up about um you know her history mm -hmm. and decisions she's made uh, on on the bench uh, where appropriate mm -hmm. uh, if people have any concerns about her capacity to do the job they would they would provide those mm -hmm. uh, letters to the committee mm -hmm. to deal with them issues about her competence uh, to handle the matter again you have a number of controversial issues that people are calling on the bench to decide matters having to do with new rights that people argue including um, gay rights and all of that so uh, definitely all those all of those come. issues they want to test up. her uh, views on controversial matters exactly and then also <clears throat> you do know that they have also been concerns about the image of the judiciary itself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the opposition keeps saying that they do not intend to go back to the courts mm -hmm. um, if they, they there are issues about the upcoming elections because so, they believe the court is somewhat mm -hmm. you know unfriendly so uh, you, to you them. will see questions on all of this yeah hopefully mm -hmm. I mean these <clears throat> issues emerge. will come up mm -hmm. I see but from now you do not foresee any impediment I doubt it she will, she will get it yeah most she likely will get it okay so the president has nominated her ladyship justice Gertrude Tokonu for the high office of chief justice which is the fourth most powerful position in the country the council of state will consider her nomination after which a memorandum will be forwarded to parliament parliament is expected to do a hearing after which the nomination will be confirmed by an appointment Parliament would then vote. Yes. Um, and when a vote, would they even vote? They could even decide by consensus. Sometimes they don't vote. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. When Sometimes they could just say yeah. yeah so normally the appointments committee will make a recommendation. Yeah. And we think that you know. And they'll say yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, in the other points. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah. Here, here. I know, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Here, here. here.
Oh, so it's a British thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But why are we importing that? Why can't we do our own thing? But the parliament, as the we parliament do it now, is modeled on what yeah, the British people do. Yeah, but you can't. The model is the principle, not so, not the not the form. So what should we say? What local? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, you can copy the. No, no, then we should do it. We say, we say. Yeah. <laughs> but what is here, here? <laughs> Hello, Chubu, Chubu. What is, so it's like here, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to hear you. No, because many of the people don't know that. Oh, <laughs> they don't read the history. So when they go inside, uh, and then I look at them. Chale, we go, kike, be at your mama. No, no, no. <laughs> we, have to change, we have to change the gown we wear. Like, I like the way speaker Babin. You know, he is wearing the cloth, but he's still dispensing justice. He doesn't need to wear that thing. Yes, it doesn't need to look like a British monk. <laughs> so we are more for, you know, reform. Anyway, time for second social media trends brought to you by FBN Bank. FBN Bank puts our cherished customers first, and our financial services offer the gold standard of value and excellence. So you deserve the final things in life, and banking is no exception. When you think of a bank that cares, think of the bank that puts the customer first and puts the B before the end. Think FBN Bank, you first. Nathan will tell us what's trending this morning. Well, yes, uh, and as expected, uh, <laughs> mm. Manchester City versus Arsenal is trending. Giddy, That's giddy, the giddy, game giddy, 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 giddy. for tonight. Mm. And so, you know, people will be looking forward to that game. Like you hear Benjamin saying, yeah. uh, there's a roadshow happening. So join Come us on. at the Cosmopolitan from 6.30pm. In other trends, hashtag CityCBS is trending. People are hopping on what we are saying. Yes. The name Denzel. Denzel is trending as well. Now, mm-hmm. the official trailer for the third part of Denzel Washington's movie, The Equalizer, mm-hmm. has been released. So, mm-hmm. fans are very excited. Those who watched The Equalizer 1 and 2 are happy that there's a third part that mm-hmm. is coming around. Sarkodia is also trending. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday, uh, so he so was talking about Ghana's economic situation. He said, well, we need to do better. And people are also jumping on that thread. A few days ago, uh, there was a video going around that purposely had Sarkodie challenging Shatawali <laughs> to a bout of boxing. Charlie. We wait to see how that one mm. will play mm. out. Kumasi is also trending for obvious reasons. Inspector Ahmed Chumesi oh. and related matters. Oh. We'll get into oh. that on oh. the show. Uh, in terms of tech news, this is quite interesting. Ukraine mm-hmm. is saying that it is rapidly increasing its production of drones oh, God. as demand grows on the front line. The Ukrainian government has relaxed import laws and scrapped taxes for drone parts and equipment. This ex- the expansion is being funded by a successful fundraiser called that. the Army of Drones. More than $108 million has been raised with the help of celebrity supporters like Star Wars' Mark Hamill. Now, as well as buying and building drones for the war, the money is also being spent on training new pilots so for the front there, line. So isn't there any adult in the world to call... Putin and this guy to order and say, let's stop the fight and talk. Yeah. Charlie, what is our world coming to? Fighting <laughs> for almost 500 days. Anyway, so that was the trend. Yes, that's second social media trend. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
Mamenya bibi ni besia Mamenye niya Amemede makumenyina Mamano Bibi amedu imunyutu mwensano mungkobimu Mepeyina so 30 minutes past eight, city breakfast. You're now by design the University for Professional Studies, the Institute of Work, Employment, and Society will be holding a public lecture tomorrow, the 27th of April, on the theme or the topic harnessing good work ethics for higher productivity. And uh, of course, this is all in preparation for Workers' Day on 1st of May. But this is the UPSA's Institute for Work, Employment and Society. And guess who's the main speaker for this lecture? Her Ladyship Justice Gertrude Tokonu will be speaking <laughs> at this event, which will be live on CTTV tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. from the Justice Aite Auditorium. So, uh, everything is falling in place, right? So, this is going to be a very very and much anticipated um lecture she's given i'm sure she's already written what she's going to say oh yeah yeah harnessing good work ethics mm -hmm. for higher productivity i think it's a very important conversation to have mm -hmm. um we discuss wages a lot in ghana we discuss productivity from a perspective of the tools of work but we seldom talk about the work ethic of the ghanaian so a lot of times when we discuss in in ghana the fact that factor productivity is low and that uh, the economy is not that very productive many many times it's about wages and it's also about tools mm -hmm. but it's never about attitudes and ethics so i think this is an important lecture that will be given by her ladyship at the upsa for which reason cctv will be bringing you live coverage Powerful. of the whole event yes, yes if, if you if i may can i tell you briefly about her oh why not okay um so um she's a native of winneba in the central region okay uh, she was born in cape coast on september 11 1962 9 11 yes <laughs> and she obtained her gc ordinary level at westley girls so we gay people would, would, would oh, level. but i'm sure she went to motown for it yeah so she went to motown for advanced level Charlie, to have both motown and westley girls Charlie, so the english be better <laughs> <laughs> wait they carry him back back from where <laughs> <laughs> now she also know that she went to university your university university of ghana of course and then later went to the ghana school of law Wonderful. and that was in 1968 1986 86 so called right. to the bar yeah 80 so in in 2001 uh she obtained a postgraduate diploma in international law and no, i'm saying that she did the ghana school of law in 86 which was called to the bar 86 or 87 yeah that's right that's okay right. and then in 2001 she obtained a postgraduate diploma in international law and organization from the international institutes of social studies of the erasmus university in the netherlands in netherlands yes uh, and then further graduated with an llm in intellectual proper intellectual property law mm -hmm. from the golden gate university in the usa that was in 2011. okay and then she also served as a volunteer at the fida legal aid service yeah fida uh -huh. and then also in my days at university FIDA was such a big, very powerful yeah. you, know. you know if a lot of the strong women i know mm -hmm. went through fida exactly yeah. i don't know it's if they don't have now. funding or they or maybe they've had they've others that others have come come up fida used to be big very very FIDA powerful. Was, FIDA was big yes yes yeah. all the, the women issues yeah, the issues they were about gender they were solid yeah and they so she, she, she did something with fida yeah and in terms of her training, mm. uh, after she graduated from the, the Ghana School of Law, she did her pupillage at the Fuga and Co. 
okay. which is a law firm in Accra, yeah. uh, before she returned I've in 1994 to become a leading partner in that firm. Fuga and Co. Uh -huh. okay. Now, from January 1997 to 2004, uh, she was a managing partner at, Suzu, at Suzu Law Consult. Uh, just by way of some other uh, details, mm. um, she became a justice at the High Court from May 2004 okay. to October 2012. So and High Court 2004 to 2012? Yeah. And then she was appointed to the Court of Appeal from October 2012 to 2019. Okay. Uh, when she was uh, then elevated to the Supreme Court. So how does this court thing work? You have a circuit court, you have a high court, mm -hmm. and then from high court you have Court of Appeal, mm -hmm. and Court of Appeal Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. I see. Mm -hmm. But some don't even go through circuit. They go straight to high court. Yeah, some... some you can, you straight can, high court. Yeah, that's right. You can, depending on the number of years you have um, mm. uh, accumulated, because the mm. Constitution imposes a requirement. Uh -huh. So uh, the Supreme Court, for instance, the President can appoint straight from the bar and make you um you know memorable. depending on your years of experience exactly at least 15 years or so uh, if my memory serves me correctly so supreme court in 20 what so the in 22 uh so in 2019 uh, she was elevated to, to the, the supreme, supreme court. court okay uh-huh and then she was part of the seven member panel um of the supreme court for the election yeah petition the uh, for the election, election petition. petition yeah wow so now she will be the new chief. we see that she will be there is it the third female chief justice? Exactly. So we had Wood. That's the Georgina Wood. Uh -huh. and and then then we had Kufu. And then there was an intervention um, with Enim uh, Yeboa. And then so it's another. So it's, it's, I mean, a third. So the, the, the chain was broken only by one man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <clears throat> ah, no, no, no. There was. So so we had um, Teodora Wood. Mm -hmm. Was there not Atuguba? No, no, oh, no. was not even. No, he was, uh, you know, the, the, the most senior most. He was acting at, at the time. Okay. Uh -huh. So, Teodoro was substantive. Mm -hmm. And then, um, Sophia Kufu. Mm -hmm. And then, Enin Yeboa intervened. Enin Yeboa, and now you have Gertrude Tokono. Yeah. <coughs> wow. It's funny. I think all three went to Wesley Girls, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I, I, not, we, we I have to, we, we need to check But that. I know that, you know, yes, uh, so far, Kufu must have gone because, you know, when you listen to the English. Don't do that. All right, uh, we, <laughs> Sky wants to cause mischief. That can lead him to court. That's it, that's it. He wants to draw us. We, we can't defend ourselves. So don't kind of lead us to temptation. Oh, all right, you contribute to the growth and success of the Ghanaian textile industry. Uh -huh. Every time you wear your authentic fabrics, GTP says thank you. Always purchase original, genuine, and authentic GTP fabrics. Check that the design number on the label is also printed on the selvage. Contact 050-9940949 to buy online or visit any of our accredited dealers nationwide or any wooden shop. GTP Lifestyle. Now you can grab your favorite Coke to go with your meals and create a great atmosphere and it won't cost you that much. Now for the 300 ml Coke Classic is selling at 5 CDs and the same size 300 ml Coke Zero Fanta and Sprite are going for 4 CDs. And you can get the 1.5 Coke Classic at 20 CDs and the 1.5 liter Coke Zero Fanta and Sprite at 18 CDs to share with friends and family. Now, following the passage of the Land Act 2020, Act 1036, the Lands Commission, under the auspices of the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources, has initiated steps towards the preparation of legislative instruments that will provide the procedural matters needed for the implementation and enforcement of the provisions of Act 1036. So, in this regard, they are telling people who want to provide hmm. input to send in 
all the comments and info they may have so you can submit them to the executive secretary land commission accra you can send a soft copy to regulations.landact at lc.gov.gh and all of these comments and info must be submitted by april 30 2023 and if you want clarification send an email to regulations.landact at lc.gov.gh all right now, you're a tertiary student or graduate. Would you like to team up with others to build an innovative agri-focused business? The KIC and the University of Ghana are calling for applications from students and graduates aged 35 or below from the Greater Accra region to join the 2023 KIC Agritech Challenge Classic Competition. It's a seven-month annual training program aimed at developing the interest and building the mindset of students and young graduates to ultimately drive systemic change in Ghana's agricultural sector. You can call 0247-578334 or 0208-373-604 or visit kicghana.org or KIC social media pages to apply. apply. Deadline is May 5, 2023. And beyond Easter, there are travels and payments to make. We know this at Republic Bank. So we say... Continue to make all your payments with our fantastic four credit cards. Enjoy great discounts from our partner merchants, cashback rewards, global concierge services, and access to over a million ATMs worldwide while you stand the chance of winning a two-day staycation at Aqua Safari and other amazing prizes in the Tap for Easter and Beyond credit card promo. Just tap to pay, live the soft life. We've got you covered. This promo is brought to you as regulated by the National Lottery Authority on the Caritas platform. Terms and conditions apply. The public bank, we are the one for you. All right, uh, Sky, I just wanted to make a... You want to make a final... Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, so, so just to state, and to respond to your question, all three of them uh, went to Wesley Girls. And, and yeah. that's very... Yeah, is it one to upper or just... You know, the uh, Motowners are claiming that he's a... You know, he's a human being. When he serves people, they say, Oh, your secondary school is the one you went from four one to five. But when the person is nominated, she didn't go to Motown. Yeah, she went to, to, go to, Motown, yeah, went to Wesley Girls. Yes. The, your sixth form school is not your school. Sixth form school is a place you just visit for two years. So the place you graduate for all level is your secondary school. That's right. So Justice Tokonu is from Wesley Girls. So Atimata people, stop it. Stop it. If you watched her vetting in the last one, it was one of the more interesting vettings. For the Supreme Court itself. For the Supreme Court itself. She made reference to the fact that she's a gay girl. Yes. So so CM Plaka and Co, please. She's from Wesley Girls High School. Charlie, but Wesley, that's a good prop for Wesley Girls. Though, because God, all three powerful. Charlie, yeah. But it looks like no, don't, you see, Wesley Girls, yes. Achibota, and the pre- Presbyterian. Charlie, they are doing something. I don't want to go there today. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to. Don't lead me to temptation. Let me just stay. Let me stay in my lane. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, I don't want to go there. Why would be. Ew, ew, no, no, ew, I don't want to go be. there. I don't want to go there. No, no, no. no. It's just. You should go there. No, 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 no. They will start accusing us of elitism and things. So no, 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 I'm not even talking about the schools. I'm, I'm just focusing on Justice Tokonu. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when um, she appeared before. Yes. Do you, you remember the vetting, right? Yeah. It was. It was. It was one of the more uh, interesting uh, once. ones. You know, because um, in uh, terms of the length of time it took, or the kind of questions she was being asked, or the way yes, she answered. Yes, and how it. and how she carried herself and how she answered the questions you know um prior to the vetting there had been questions you know oh, is she the right kind of person and i think she's one of 
those persons who left with her status enhanced by enhanced the enhanced by uh, the vetting. This was in December uh, of, 20, of 2019. 2019. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. I think she, this was uh, 10th December. Do you remember the, the most important question she was asked? Um, not really. Because I, I remember the Mensa B one where she was asked a very pointed question about gear rights and she gave a very wonderful answer. answer yes. So, But I don't remember the details of this. Maybe I need to revisit it. Yes. And then try and remember some of the highlights. But I'm just saying for those who want to uh, video, videos of that vetting are readily yeah, online. available online. Yeah. It was just 2019. So Yeah, wonderful. Let's turn our attention to this tragic story in Kumasi, which literally brought tears to my eyes watching yesterday in the news. Mm. And I'm going to let Edward Marfo, our bureau chief, tell the story as he did. Then I'm going to find out what else is there to know. A 26-year-old lady shot and killed by... Well, I don't know if she was a lover or friend. <laughs> We, don't, we are not even know whether that's what it is, but here's the report. Police Inspector Ahmed Chumesi was arrested at his hideout on Sunday, 23rd April 2023, at Setre, near Vijasi, after allegedly killing his girlfriend on Thursday, 20th April 2023. The police say the investigations show that Inspector Ahmed Chumesi allegedly used his service rifle in committing the heinous crime. He has thus been provisionally charged with murder. During the first court proceedings at Askarimampon District Court on Thursday, April 25, 2023, the prosecution said that investigations have also established that a police officer wanted a deceased to refund an amount of 5,000 Ghana cities owed him. Following her failure to refund the money, the officer then decided to shoot her, which led to her death. Speaking in court, the head of legal and prosecutions in the Ashanti region, ACP Kofi Blagoji, described the act by the police inspector as barbaric. He noted that the police administration is saddened by the development and as such, they will do whatever they can to ensure justice is served. The police said they are particularly worried about the action of the accused since he has served for a long time in the police service. The accused, Inspector Ahmed Chumesi, who was not represented by any lawyer in court, tried throughout the court proceedings. Although his plea was not taken, the suspect told the court it was not his intention to kill his lover. The prosecutor, ACP Kofi Blagoji, was however unable to confirm if the police administration has so far come up with any form of sanctions against the police officer. It was an emotional moment for family members of the deceased who were in court. You can't kill somebody just because of 5,000 guards in the city. For what? For what? What happened? You don't catch and say, Odofo. You, you, you have a dead city and mine didn't catch and say, Odofo. Odofo, no one. One hour, Odofo. Odofo, do to me, come on, be 50 million. Ah, blah, who did you Not me, name the entire Okuno. But another man who said, I'm going to say, one man who said, I'm going to say, 15 million. One funny sick man now. Well, who not to happen? Now, Masa, me just see no more killer. Kula, you born into a born into a zia. Kill and pour. What tip one year you come? You born me born into a kwa zia. Just five thousand cities. What come inipa? It is so. Don't say thirtieth. Next man thirtieth. Yeah, the number. Yeah, the yeah. You must say Mlabe Yaduma. Yeah, to me from Lanchi and Sam. I'm not the epe. Now, me say. Don't parade the way. No, you may be. The only epe no watch na maye. Akakot. 
Senior court court case ne cause Senior Mohono. You must want me, Gaza. Assurance is not a police for name, Massa or Mobeshe, Sabia, because you know, Bedia Seminetino. Who is that? The police had to call for reinforcement after some family members of a deceased attempted to attack the accused. The police eventually used another route and were able to take the suspect out of the court premises. The family members are very much worried. Some of them are even trying to uh, rain insults on the um, accused person who is within the court premises. And so we can be here in the background. Some of them are basically uh, just trying to wait and just see uh, the suspect. They, some of them are saying that they want to engage him to really find out what went into his mind to allegedly uh, commit the act. And so it's an emotional moment. Many of the family members, friends and other uh, sympathizers who have come here to the court premises are in a state of mourning. They can't control themselves and are basically uh, just weeping. The police officers are trying to take the suspect out of court at the moment. And so uh, they have actually found a way. They took the back door and now the suspect uh, um, has been taken out and in fact many of the family members were uh, trying to get hold of him but because of the police team that came they used the back door and some people are still trying to chase the police vehicle uh, that is going and so uh, that's it here uh, quite a charged atmosphere here at, at the Ascariman Bond District Court. <laughs> Okay. The matter has been adjourned to 30th May 2023. For City News, I'm Edward Upon Marvel, Ascrimonport District Court, Asante Region. 831, that was Edward Upon Marvel's report. He is our bureau chief for the Middle Belt is on the line. Edward, thank you so much for, for joining us. and Great job yesterday. You were in the thick of things. How big a, a story is this Majwa killing in Kumasi? Well, this issue has grabbed the attention of many people in Kumasi. And considering where it happened, at the Doom, which is the center of Kumasi, and even where they didn't happen, it happened um, just between 9 and 10 p.m., that's according to the eyewitnesses. And that's on Thursday. And so some people claim they were even passing by at the time. So it appears it didn't even happen in secret because there were people who were around at the time. And that's what makes it a bit shocking. And what we have gathered so far is that this young lady who has passed away, and that's Victoria Dapa, also known as Majwa, um, she is 26 years old. She has one child. And um, the child is somewhere around two and a half years, that's according to the family. All we know is that the father of the baby is not in the country at the moment. And the family members have not been able to confirm if she's still in a relationship with the father of the baby. 
But what has been confirmed by the family members and also the police is that Majwa has been in a relationship with the police officer uh, for some time now. And so those in the family house actually know of the police officer. He has been coming around to see uh, Majwa and they, they have been engaging him as well. It appears their trouble started uh, some months ago and that's where um, according to the family, Madhua was calling for a breakup, which the police officer didn't want to agree to. And so an aunt of Madhua told me that even just less than a month ago, uh, this police officer, um, as a result of the altercation that they were having, um, she came to the house and they had some kind of misunderstanding, even to the extent that the deceased was um, in the washroom, she uh, he pulls the disease out of the washroom and still insisting that uh, he wants to marry her. And the uh, disease was saying that, that according to the family, uh, the disease was saying that the police officer is already married with kids, and so she's not going to be in that relationship. And so it's something that kept uh, going on back and forth. And so that has been the situation for uh, that's the past few months. Mm. And so, even on that Thursday night, and even before that Thursday, what we're told is that the deceased Victoria Dapa decided not to answer the calls from the police officer again. And so, on that fateful day, um, the officer called many times, she didn't answer. And so, the officer then involved a mutual friend who then called the, uh, the deceased to come around, and it's just a few meters away from the house. And so up then, and also this has been confirmed by the police, and it's on the charge sheet. And so according to the prosecutors, when the deceased got to the area, that was where she realized that the police officer was there with her friend, and that she wouldn't have actually uh, agreed to come out there and meet her friend if she knew that the police officer was there. So it appears their relationship was actually falling on rocks just around that time. And so they were trying to reconcile it was not working. And in the process, that's according to the police, because the relationship is actually breaking down, the officer then told her to refund an amount of uh, 5,000 Ghana cities. And for this, it's not clear as to whether it's an amount that uh, he lent to her or it's uh, just because the amount that he feels he has invested in her. That has not been clarified. But the central issue is that the police officer demanded for a refund, which the lady insisted, as according to the police, the lady insisted that she was not going to pay. And so it was basically as a result of the um, reconciling, not that's the fact that they are trying to reconcile, the lady is not ready to get back in the relationship with him. And the fact that she's also not ready to pay the amount that the officer was requ uh, requesting her to pay. And then it got heated. And so in the heated moment, the police officer had a service rifle with him at the time. And so uh, that was what he used. And so some of the eyewitnesses have been telling us that they had uh, about six gunshots, that a multiple gunshot was six times. And uh, the police have confirmed that they were within the chest and the abdomen area. Uh, she was sent to the Confederate Teaching Hospital, but did not survive. And so... That's how the mm. whole so, so this happened in the evening at a doom. So is this that they, they, they live or Majwa lived 
in the Edum enclave? Yes, uh, she lives at Edum, and so and the house is just uh, the house is just uh, um, around one fifty to two hundred meters away from where the incident happened. So their family house, that's where Madra was. And so she had to move out. Mm. Her brother was even telling me that, looking at the time that she was going out, he prevented her from going out at that time, but she said mm. that she was going to meet go. a friend. All right. from, yeah. from what you gather, apart from the mutual friend, were there other eyewitnesses? So this story you are narrating, is it the so-called mutual friend who invited Josephine, who's narrating this, or there were other people who saw the incident? What we understand is that the police have interrogated the mutual friend. And so the account of the mutual friend is what the police have used. And, but some other eyewitnesses that we have engaged have also confirmed that they saw them and as the police officer and um, the deceased and the mutual friend all having that conversation around that time. And even with the CCTV coverages, uh, footages that we've seen so far, we could see that there were people who were walking around at the time and so that's also and looking at the uh, doom area it's a very busy area irrespective of the time and so that time is was not as if they were even at an isolated area and people were not passing by so there are many people who have corroborated that claim that indeed they saw them around that time and once they heard the gunshot some decided to move away from the area so i noticed you spoke to a gentleman and a lady, are they the siblings of Josephine? Are they just friends? Who are the people you spoke to in the report? Uh, those are some of the extended family members who are all around the same area. Uh, but we've been engaging the mother, uh, we've been engaging the direct brothers and all that, and they've also been making similar claims. In fact, they were at the court, we tried engaging some of them, but they, uh, because of how emotional they were, and were even unable to grant the interviews at the time. But for the family members in general, uh, some of them still uh, cannot come to terms with what has happened, and uh, they are just a bit worried about everything that's going on. What do you? What is the posture of the police in this? You said that the account we have is from the police. The police are the ones who arrested the culprit or the suspect. What was this? What sense do you get when you go to court, listening to the prosecution? On, and, and is this a police prosecutor, by the way, who's dealing with the matter? Yes, so this is a police prosecutor, and he is the head of legal prosecutions in the Ashanti region, ACP Kofi Blagoji. And so even in his uh, presentation in court, he was very passionate, and he made a point that the IGP is appalled by what has happened, and the entire police administration um, is really sad about the entire incident, and that. They are going to do everything possible. Um, he even stressed that they are worried because this is a police officer who has risen through the rank and it's not he, he's just a new recruit and does not even know the laws and he, he doesn't even know the repercussions of his actions. He is an inspector and having committed such an act and also having admitted to them that indeed he committed such an act is something that is very surprising to the entire police administration. And so he was stressing in court that they are going to do whatever it takes uh, to uh, ensure that justice is set. That anything that they have to do as a police, they are not going to shield the officer. They will conduct the investigations very well to come out with all facts that will help in the prosecution as far as this matter is concerned. And But 
in court, this officer was not represented by any counsel. He came around and um, as the case was going on, the magistrate then posed a question to him and that although the plea is not going to be taken formally, but if there's something he wants to say, he is at liberty to do so. And so he indicated that, well, he admits that he committed the act, but the intention was not to kill uh, someone he considers as the lover. And he stressed that that he is in love with uh, the deceased. He has been in love with the deceased for a very long time, and so it wasn't the intention just to kill her, just that it has happened and that it is between himself and God. That was a statement um, he made uh, as he was crying throughout uh, the whole court proceeding. Finally, when you were ending your report, I noticed that you said the police had to take the suspect out through a different route because there was a lot of anger in in the court. I mean, what's your sense? Are, are you, did you sense that if he if people actually saw him, they would have harmed him physically? In fact, some people were even saying it openly that they were seeking to harm him. And some of the people were demanding that they allow... Um, they, they, they allow the police to bring him towards that, the, the main entrance, where they will have access to him and then try to attack him. And so during that period, the police um, had to call it for uh, reinforcement. So a group came in again, and they tried to maintain calm. But at that time, there was total drama in court. Uh, the people actually didn't want to agree. There were some who were crying, who were rolling on the floor. But there were some, especially the men, who even some were willing that to engage the police and they were saying that they still want to have access to the person and attack him. And so that the accused, they wanted to attack the accused. And so in that process, where the police were trying to calm the people down and also try to control those people who were very much angry, we realized that the police had taken the, uh, the accused person through the back door in a mm. different vehicle where they moved them um, out of the court premises. All right. My final question, I heard one of the family members say to you that they were also living in some sort of fear because they felt, I wasn't really understanding, is it that they felt there could be some reprisal or that some people were going to harm them? Because I don't know if, if I heard right, one of the, the family yeah. members was complaining that they needed or was appealing to the police to provide them protection. Can you explain what that whole thing was about? Yes, so Ben, shortly after the police officer was arrested, the family members, um, so that's the where the, the incident happened is just around the family house. That's where the extended family and all the other family members live. And around that area, just a few meters, that's where the incident happened. And so the night, on that Sunday night, um, according to the family, there were some unidentified men who were coming to the area. And once they see, after they see an adult, once they see an adult coming closer to them, and they try to move away or try to hide in the dark, and then they were trying to call some of the people to um, kind of engage them, uh, want to pull them in, into the dark where uh, people could not really see what, what was going on. And so they said it created some kind of fear around that time. And some of the people that I spoke to said that they had to be abandoned their homes because uh, they were afraid. Even was that the grandmother of the deceased was even telling me that at a point, although she couldn't find it difficult walking, she had to run away. Uh, because they they were actually afraid that the people could harm them. And so what they are calling for is some kind of uh, police protection. They want the police to at least even patrol the area so that a similar action does not happen. Because they fear that 
the people may be linked to the accused person and possibly they may have other intentions to hurt them and so they are calling for some kind of police protection but Thank you so much, Edward, for your report and keep keep up the good work. Edward Apomafo is Abiruchi for the Middle Belt in the thick of things in uh, Ashanti. Guys, quick, quick comments. Like, I don't know whether it was the man in which the story was 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 that. I, f- I felt really sad, and you know, it it appears to me as though this is this will not be like. Okay, when I say something, I should take you. What I'm trying to say is that people with weapons. Who are in relationships with other people sometimes tend to use the power because if you listen to the whole narration this is clearly an abusive relationship and the the the, the lady wanted out and obviously the guy wasn't having any of it you know so it's and i got a lot of people on social media saying justice for major because they feel like because the police officer they may try and cover it up so i look like the police's quick arrest and quick prosecution is in response they, they don't want to create any doubt about their their decisiveness on dealing with this as a pure criminal matter yeah because in in times past when police have been involved in certain things mm-hmm. somehow it gets either it becomes a foolish case or they just delay so this in the, the way the court case was described yesterday it tells you that the police is not going to treat this as one of their own the fact that, which is encouraging and the fact that the suspect had been on the run mm-hmm. for some time mm-hmm. the police took they found time. him they found him yeah, even though he was still one of the own, and the general perception is that normally they disappear when it comes yes. to some of these yes. uh, things. Yeah. And I'm um, listening to uh, the bureau, uh, bureau chief mm-hmm. um, Edward uh, describe. If if you've lived in Kumasi before, mm. you will understand how they will consume mm. a story like this and why it would it might make more headlines. Than other stories that normally. So it, many of the radio stations come out to be talking about this in the morning. About this, mm. um, this morning the news bulletins would talk about this. Mm. Okay, um, it's very communal in that regard. Mm. So a lot of people, people feel a lot of people have a connection to the story. Exactly, it's a different sort of I, 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 how they engage with these kinds of situations are a bit different from how we might engage with it here so there's but, a there's a more a strong feeling of community in commerce yeah, yeah, so, so a lot of people some people may know her personally yes. and then also if you look at um crime reporting in ghana and the numbers mm. you would realize that there's a lot of violence against women mm. in the ashanti region mm. if um we remember there was a time ago i was we were discussing crime and i was trying to draw a pattern for you mm-hmm. of women who had been killed, killed yeah yeah, and yeah most yeah. of the cases were happening yes i remember yeah, I, remember, I, remember. I remember yes women being attacked, attacked maxima and yes. other places that's what i'm saying it will resonate because these are occurrences that are around them on mm. their daily mm. and then of course the fact that the major actor is um, a, and it's not a, a new police recruit. This is like a, yeah, a, a, a proper inspector. So it's like, hi, is a, a correct police guy? So it's not a small He's a member of the SWAT team. That's a special weapons and tactics unit Oy. of um, the original police force. And obviously, mm. somebody who's also who sounds quite popular from the reports that have come. Yeah, his nickname, nickname Tycoon, mm. um, for whatever reason, mm. only they would know. Mm. You know. So, um, so we expect this one to be treated with dispatch. From from everything that we are seeing with the court and everything. Well, at least the initial stages does indicate. It looks like it's pretty, no from a law perspective. The, 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 I don't know if you if you listen the to the, the submission. Here, so 
you know, he well, can tell. So uh, let me let me just caution because I mean, from the report, it would seem that when he was um, uh, brought before the 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 magistrate, mm -hmm. um, I think the suggestion is that he didn't have a lawyer. Normally, um, you know, the, the state will provide one mm -hmm. uh, when the process is, is, is starts properly. Mm -hmm. But what it is is that she would have to be properly indicted. So this is preliminary. What yeah. they did yesterday? Yeah, these are yes preliminary. Issues. Okay, she would have to be indicted to stand trial, mm -hmm. and then when that trial commences, of course, um, he will have to have a lawyer. Yeah, that's right. It, it, it is a must. And then also, we hope that in all the processes, the interviews done by the police, as in his interrogation after his arrest, lawyers were there to provide the necessary assistance. Because, mm. I mean, from what has been suggested, it means that there may well be something with his mind that, 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 that <laughs> no, But let me ask you a question. So yeah. if you're a lawyer who the attorney general asks you to go and defend this guy. No, in, it, it I'm in, the attorney general. Who, so if we have... Um, who recommend... Because the, if... The, the court, if he doesn't have one, mm -hmm. the court is another oblig obligation. obligation. Right. I'm asking because, you know, the way the public... The way the story has been put out, it's almost like he's guilty before... You know, everybody's uh -huh. like, he's killed the girl, uh -huh. whatever. So if you're a lawyer and they say you should go and defend this guy and you say you won't do it, is it... A, so, so there's something known as the cab rank rule. The what? Uh, cab rank. Mm -hmm. Basically, a taxi rank rule. Mm -hmm. It normally applies in the UK, but there are you know elements of it here in Ghana. Mm -hmm. So that if you stop a taxi or you go to the taxi rank, the taxi that is there, and you say the taxi to take you to Buckingham, he has to go. He has to go because you know that is what you do. You can't say. <laughs> so if you look on the list and which is guys, then next yeah, yeah, you have to. You you have to. No, unless there is a conflict matter. No, see, your leg is <laughs> that you can. You have to actually because you see that is what lawyers do, and people insult lawyers for it. Yeah, the the, the lawyer's job is to defend someone who is being tried for A, B, or C, and once there are no issues about the person's capacity or competence to to, to represent properly, so called, mm. the person goes. So in this case, if you're a lawyer, and sorry, I'm I'm moving into the mm. case. I just hypothetical knowledge. Mm. So if if you're a lawyer and you are given this case, which seems so overwhelmingly packed against you mm. is it the lawyer who would tell the guy what to plea or the guy will tell the lawyer that this is my plea how 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 do lawyers and their clients come to a conclusion of whether to plead guilty or not guilty so the the lawyer in conference yeah. with a client yeah would listen to the client as to what exactly happened mm -hmm. based on the facts supplied by the client mm -hmm. would give the client that these are the options on the table okay now based on what you have told me it would seem that you have a case that we can defend. Okay. Or that defending this case will be difficult. Mm -hmm. Now, it is your decision as, as the client to decide whether you are being guilty or not guilty. <laughs> and he also explained to you that if the facts prove that or show or uh -huh. give him the indication that you are likely to be found guilty, uh -huh. he will tell you, look, if you plead guilty on, on the basis of the facts as we know them now, the courts are likely to look at you know this and say that oh, uh, will reduce you know the amount the number of years that you are likely to serve so mm. take all of those into consideration but the client makes the ultimate decision that look this is what i want to plead and he goes with that mm. I, I see and of course so it's possible that a, a client may say i didn't do it mm -hmm. but the lawyer would want to know if there's evidence so mm -hmm. a lot of this is not just your narration mm -hmm. but they would 
think about how the case will go uh -huh, so to inform whether this path will work or that path yeah, will right. not work. I see. Uh -huh. So when he goes to court and then the client, the, 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 the accused person will be asked to plead and then he will say guilty or will, not will he? Guilty okay, this him. guy is different from somebody who calls for legal aid. This guy is an inspector. So he's not some person who can afford a lawyer. Yeah, but again, if the, the facts show that he is not in a position to afford one, they, they will still give him one. Intervene, or right. the court would, 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 would have one, one represent him. Mm. It's a really tragic story. But from what he said, I think there's an indication he's suggesting that he actually did it, but he did not intend to kill. But <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no but, did what, but you know, we, did, we, we went, Edward, Edward said that they, they, they asked him to make a preliminary statement, mm -hmm. and it's like Mancheda. As in, it didn't, you know, as if I intended to go and kill the girl. Yeah. All right. But I'm not even sure whether that's even part of the full trial yet, or that's just some preliminary. Oh, yeah, these are preliminary issues. But but, but the question is whether a judge or a, a, a trial of fact or a court properly directed will come to the conclusion that what he did, there yeah. is reason, or there was reasonable. Another final legal question. So usually, usually I'm told that when the police want to take a statement from you, it's this, I don't know, it's advisable or imperative that you should do it in presence of your lawyer. So if he, if they claim he doesn't have a lawyer, how are they able to take a statement for which they are using as the basis for the charge? Uh -huh. This is why I was raising the concerns I raised initially. Because mm -hmm. when a person is arrested, mm -hmm. the law is that you should explain to the person the basis for the arrest. That is why the U.S. people will say, Mirandarize the person. Okay. You, know, you have a right to remain silent and all the things that they recite. If you look at our laws, there's a long thing that you have to read to the, but you can shorten it. So that explains to the person that this is why you are being arrested and that you have a right to remain silent because anything that you Say can be used against you. So, if he doesn't have a lawyer, can he say, I'm waiting for my lawyer before I start? Yeah, that's right. Because the constitution says that you have a right to representation. So, you can go to the police station and tell them that, Mr. Whatever, I'm entitled to a lawyer. Unless Bernard Avlet comes to represent me, I'm not saying anything. So, they are under obligation to ensure that a person of his choice who he wants to come and represent him, comes to sit in that meeting mm. uh, for, for yeah. the uh, I, thing to come. I don't know when you, whether you watch this. Me, for me, when I watched the story, I was really moved by the emotion that was being shown and the anger. And Edward is trying to explain the context of what happened. You know a bit about Kumasi as well. What, what are your thoughts? This, this tragedy that has happened is well, it's surprising. Tragic. It's sad. Mm. And, um, you know, I... I I'm not looking at it from the legal part. I'm mm. just looking at it as a media man. Mm. I, I don't. I don't even understand how somebody will go to court and say man shed when it happened five times. What do you mean? You shoot somebody five. Uh, it times? It was five shots. Yes. Oh. You you pull the trigger five times and come and say one shed. And what kind of gun was it? Pistol. Yeah, his side down. Yeah. So five times. If you do it five times and one shed then what's the guy saying that something must. Yeah. be wrong with your mind yeah. you oh, get me and what will let anybody leave their home take a pistol go to somebody let's I assume somebody you have a problem with mm -hmm. and shoot her five times and then expect that you will live and enjoy life nah, it's not going to happen <laughs> you, you want to live and enjoy life they go and shoot somebody and she has a two and a half year old child, child yeah. even, even if he's mad they should still jail him <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah, you've made your mind already quick. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, sometimes you see that is the. No, thing. even if if it's mental cry for go jail. Yeah, that's that's the position. A bit so one time. It's really sad. It's really sad. Have you seen a madman crossing road when you see car go join the car? Yeah. 
Did they run away? Some bodamenity. We never bodamenity. No, the man knows what he's doing. So you there, you are indicting. Oh, oh. <laughs> you see, you see, there are times that you have momentary, you know, mental challenge. Um, <laughs> sure. there are, in law, there Sky. are a number of defenses. That yeah. one, me, I'm not a lawyer, but I'll challenge you to this. Uh-huh. The momentary, that momentary mental challenge mm. cannot occupy a, sp- a space mm. of five times shooting. Well, yeah, but the question is, what was the duration? You see, so I'm even told now, that, I'm, I'm even now being told by another uh-huh. lawyer that uh-huh. he buried his mom two months ago and has since hasn't been himself. Aha, so you see. So <laughs> yeah, but, but, but have, have, yes, you have not been yourself. So the you. way of expressing your not being <laughs> yourself as a result of burying your mom is to go and kill somebody's daughter. Never. See, but some of these are Never. matters of expertise and competence to be determined by. So they can even bring a psychiatrist so, yeah, that's right. to examine, evaluate. You know, oh, that's the criminal you, jurisprudence you, you, you've chosen. You, you, so we have to go through the process. You, you see, I'm not discounting see, that. Uh-huh. He's just speaking as a media man. They that there's a wrong one. The, they prove that the man is mad. They should jail him. <laughs> 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 in those cases, when when the court takes the view, <laughs> when the court takes the view, <laughs> when the court takes the view, but what is but you don't know about Abenitia, yeah, please, listeners, please explain about Abenitia to Well, you know exactly what you're doing, but you claim you are not... You are feigning madness. But how can the Bodamni have any... Just what we... Somebody did something to me last week. The guy, after I got out of the car, I realized Rakwano IBBB. This guy is holding a belt with metal spikes on it. He's just lashing cars in traffic. So this guy gets to my car and just whacks my car in the window. I come off on it. I say... So he's hiding out of the guys of money just to fool it out. Doing all kinds of things. Is it just to 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 deal with what some? No, by the way. In your practice, if we're in the U.S., would you have been a defense lawyer prosecution? Like the way you are talking, you seem like you'd be a very good defense lawyer <laughs> because you, uh, you, are, you are, take it on a case by case. You, are, you, you, you always look at the other side, and you always um, you don't take things at the face value, and you are always like you don't if you know you, 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 you like you sky doesn't take no 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 anything ask, on face value. No, yeah. there, there's always so maybe you have for... a career in defense law. Because I hear they also make more money. Than prosecution lawyers. Well, you know, it depends on you know crime. Generally, it's not rewarding if if you produce you know somebody murder or somebody yeah, going yeah. to take banty and all of that. Yeah. You won't get so much from it. No, but they are high level. But they are <laughs> high level, high level ones which you can you can get. But that's beside point. But you are saying that irrespective of the fact that the media has tried him and proven him guilty, mm-hmm. and the public's emotion, mm-hmm. the reason we have a legal system is to allow the process to be gone through. Exactly. Because it's a scientific process. Mm-hmm. If we if we assume that we all think he's guilty and then we railroad the process, we are doing a disservice to the legal uh, system because another case may come up, which may seem obvious, but if we don't go through the process, yeah. the person may not be. So I think you need to explain that. Because a lot of people feel the court process is a delay. It slows things down. It, it, it takes away the momentum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the interest in the cases die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? But how do you lawyers explain that the wheels of justice grind slowly? Yeah, so you see, someone wiser than me once said that justice delayed is justice denied. Mm-hmm. But also, someone again said that no matter how long it takes, mm-hmm. justice, the wheel of justice ultimately arrive at their destination. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know the process may be slow hmm. but it is a time-tested process that we use to determine whether a person is guilty or not guilty mm -hmm. so the danger in putting the guy on trial on radio mm -hmm. is that because there's a likelihood there may be a jury trying him mm -hmm. if 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 you're not careful you are going to poison the atmosphere yeah so the people the the Ghanaians who are his peers will be called um, to decide his fate in 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 a court of law maybe you know, arriving in court with a decided mind already that this guy is guilty because people have said all kinds of things on radio. And then also in Ghana, you heard recently that we were not paying Juros their money. And so they were hungry and all kinds of things. We don't have the capacity to put, you, uh, you know, the, the, the Juros together in a room. They call it securitization. I've forgotten the term. Mm -hmm. So you keep them somewhere away from all these noises and trials that are done on radio. So if we are making pronouncements regarding this fact, yes, we can report the fact, mm -hmm. but statements that tend to lead people to conclude that he's already guilty, I think we should have Do we know that. if this but, one but will Sky, have jury? Sky, you see, we have moved past this era because of social media. Mm -hmm. It may not have been said on traditional me media. Justice for Madhu are trending. But you are checking out on social media and everything is dead blatantly. Mm -hmm. Point is, in, in other parts of the world, the, the, the jural system is more structured and well-funded. Mm -hmm. we, we are still lagging in, mm -hmm. uh, in, in, that, in that sense. But this one mm -hmm. is open to cultural elements mm -hmm. in the way people express mm -hmm. their anger. Charlie. This is Kumasi. Mm -hmm. Kumasi, we say, Mokosani and Mokosani. Mm -hmm. You understand that? Yes, sir, yes, sir. That's what yes. you're saying. That in Kumasi, everybody no, feels like they are. If the fact that he doesn't know you doesn't mean he can't chat with you. Yeah. Everybody sees some, they start chatting. That's how yeah, Kumasi is. Yeah. So if this thing befalls a family, they will own the problem as their own. Yeah. And they will imagine the one week, the number yes. of people who go there. I'm telling Everybody you. Everybody will go. You will see the number of people who will show up, and that's Kumasi. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the law should take its course. Mm -hmm. But people should be allowed to express mm -hmm. their anger at this thing. Mm -hmm. Because you see, today it's, it's happened in Edun. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow it may be at Tonsu. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow the next day it may be at Hensai. Mm -hmm. So we should we should register our anger at this thing in the worst possible form. Especially because people feel because it's a police inspector involved. Mm -hmm. If look, most poor people when they have a case against somebody who is powerful, they know they have they stand no but chance. Bernard, there's no ambiguity. No, I'm coming. So I'm saying that, that sometimes the media oh, coverage yeah. is what even balances, balances the power out, yeah. because a lot of times officialdom can sort of wipe things. You know, and as you at said, times, a lot of this happens in the rural areas, and it doesn't even come up. At times, maybe not even wipe, but may not be motivated, or they are just disinterested. Yes. So maybe like a family in a rural community where a police person has an altercation with their girlfriend and they shoot the person. If it doesn't come into the media, they may not even be interested to even re re exactly. re take, it, take it up. Exactly, yeah. they happen. People go and use kafube. You know, some papa to shoot to shoot their partners. Papa yeah. too, mm. yeah, aka <laughs> Kafugbe. Yeah, you know, yeah. they go shoot their partners yeah. in some remote village. You don't, you hear and about it three weeks later. Yes, but today because of social media yeah. and the likes, yeah. these things are quick. Mm. You know, with speed to come to light. Yeah, and that, that's a good sign. So the media role is important, but we should be guided mm -hmm. in not doing a media trial the word you're looking for is sequestration yes sequestration so yes. that means though it's like though 
isolate yeah, yourself. Yeah, so shield them away from all the what I would consider noise. But do we have a lot of jury trials in Ghana? Yeah, it matters like this. These are um, serious matters that the jury would have to mm. deal with, ideally, unless there's a compelling reason why <coughs> they should discard the, the jury um, altogether to deal with the matter by a judge or something like that. Yeah. And, and and then also, there is also the need for us to um, highlight issues of, you know, psychologists in yeah. public institutions and also yeah. private institutions. Because, yeah. Bernard... The fact is, many, many people walking around have issues, and these are especially in relationships. In relationships, and yeah. and and things that they would want to talk about, but they cannot talk about because you talk to your friend about it. Yeah. The next thing he's talking about. And the other somewhere. problem is the Dofsu angle, where usually, and I hope now the new Dofsu is doing much, much better because in the past, you would have people go report domestic violence, and then the police are uh-huh. like they will. Basically, just dismiss the yeah. report. Mm-hmm. So you, I think that the people are those who now the lady who's heading it, mm-hmm. they are very sensitive to those things mm-hmm. because in the past a lot of people didn't want to go to the police station to report anything because the society's view is that oh, if your husband says he wants bank, give him bank. What's your problem? Why are you arguing with him? You know. Yeah, and also, and also, just a wrap up. You know, there was a time back we were doing some work, mm-hmm. uh, Justice Tankabe, mm-hmm. and maybe it has improved, but. The people in our services, they need to get regular psych checks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they should be oriented to let them know that does not mean that there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But their job is very stressful. Yeah, they are yeah. always high strung. Yes, they see a lot of trauma. Yes, yes. and regular human beings cannot cope with those things without finding an outlet. Yeah, so our security services and co should. Employ yeah. more of such yeah, persons and orient their servicemen not to look at it as if, oh, if you go here, you are weak or mm-hmm. mm. we will sack you or something. Because I recall uh, Fred and I were doing some work, Fred Jabba not here. And at a time, there was only one psychologist also in the police service operating in one of the regions also. At the, the time, just one. one. How, how many persons that can that person see? So some of these things have to be mandated because when you put a gun in the hands of somebody mm-hmm. you have to who is const- already stressed who's already stressed you have to make sure that the person is constant you have to constantly check up on the person mm-hmm. okay so maybe they can also expand that part of uh, what they do and not let the officers think that if you go for these psych checks and things there's, there's something, something wrong with yeah. you it's, it should be part of it they see too much trauma and they are too stressed hmm. Seven minutes past the hour of nine. Uh, just a few quick comments uh, whilst we're at it. Uh, we have two important interviews coming up later on. I'll be speaking to the officials from GRA as we talk about um, tax and good governance month. The way I made this by me. So we're talking about tax and good governance month. We're talking about electronic filing of annual returns and collaboration with MMDAs in collection of property rates. All right, so that's one thing we'll be doing. Before that, we also talk about the Orange Week. The the Dutch Embassy in Ghana is celebrating Orange Week. I just want to do two quick plugs. So we're talking about Justice Tokonu, mm-hmm. and uh, she's the third straight Wesley Girls mm-hmm. Chief Justice. Well, uh, somebody from Addis Ababa said, "Hey, Al- Aloski." 
which we have produced three chief justices so, <laughs> this for the public so don't go there justice archer uh-huh. justice Redu, and justice aqua thank you all went to um disco mm-hmm. at disco and this came from ninja so yeah, ninja. <laughs> yeah. the contest that this has come from yeah. so it means yeah. that <laughs> where the tea has come from there yeah, we have to <laughs> No, but you know, Accra has, has produced the most speakers of parliament. Yeah, Accra has a lot of speakers yeah, of parliament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their own. Yeah, and no. I think, uh, and Adisco is the chief justice. Uh-huh. And the Wesley girls as well. Uh-huh. And the Wesley girls. Uh, the they, president they will have some from Atibota. <laughs> uh-huh. And Motown, there it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to even go there. All right. But I, I need to ask you a question though. So, are you going to? Where are you going to watch the match today? Oh, I'll watch it. Will he watch the match? Oh, he will. No, I'll, I'll, will he watch it? I'll, will he watch we'll the match? force him to watch it. <laughs> we hear you. What will tie him into a chair? <laughs> we'll tie him into a chair. Open his eyes. No, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> you watch it? I, I, I would. Have you? I, no, so you know what I know that I'll be driving in town. <laughs> listening to radio. Listen to radio. Small. But the thing is that when you are there, my son will be sending me messages. And I'll tell you something, eh? High pressure games are not good for your heart. No, no. So no, actually, it's, be- it's better to watch it. it's better to <laughs> maybe go on an app and just look at the scores. Mm. Because when I'm listening, particularly I'm listening to radio commentary in a game that I'm emotional about, <laughs> it's not good at all. I won't watch it. You know the guy said, "Oh, Liverpool." <laughs> but these are trying times for Zambezo. Arsenal. Accra has a fool. Today we have a match. Phobia, we have a match. So, and across the folk is at three o'clock. Charlie. At seven o'clock, that's now we follow. Double whammy, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, we need to bring but, in a cardiologist. But I, w- yes, I want to just say though <laughs> that watch. since two thousand and four, mm. I think when the Vieira team won the league. Mm-hmm. Arsenal hasn't won the league before. So it's been a, almost 20 year wait. Yeah, but we, we, we've been winning the FA Cup. <laughs> no, but how how big is it for us now? This, this, well, let me, let me reframe the question. Will this, will the fact that they haven't won it in it's 20 big. years motivate the players? No, it is very big, mm. but if Arsenal as a team does mm-hmm. not win, I don't think it will break them apart. Uh, Truth is that they didn't set out to be in this position from the beginning to, of the season. To win the league this, se- this season. Oh, really? Oh, of course. I mean, we know how teams prepare mm-hmm. when they really want to win the league. If what has happened in the last 10 years, anything to go by, go for it, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Chelsea should have been where Arsenal is by now. Yeah. Given how much preparation... Charlie, why are you drawing? Oh, why, no, no, why are you drawing? I mean, you, you know, don't spend... Is it why, no, 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 stay in your lane. He's 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 no interested in that. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. <laughs> Well, you don't spend five hundred million dollars and be eleventh. And be eleventh. I mean, nobody, nobody prepares for that. And I'm just saying that. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm serious. No, you're right. Arsenal wanted to be the, the first motivation was to qualify for Champions League, and then the extra benefit after Christmas, they noticed that Charlie. Are you managing expectations? No, it's not like what I'm saying here will change anything. But you asked me the question, and I'm just saying that. Me. But let me ask you, if, if Arsenal win, how, how big will it be for the, the... If Arsenal wins, it's a good story for the English Premier League. Okay. It's not, a, it's not a, just it's the a supporters of Arsenal. Well, I mean, so, you see, supporters of Arsenal in the UK, mm. they, they are happy people. They don't care about whether... They are happy. They are just happy. Whether they win the league or not. If they don't win the league, they are still happy. <laughs> okay. Now... Supporters globally, mm. there's some pride Bragging in winning the thing. So yeah. I can understand. Yeah. Bernard, see what will happen in England 
if Arsenal should win the league. Which and is what, say, what we are only all three teams for. know how to celebrate. Who? Liverpool. Thank you. Manchester United and Arsenal. and Arsenal. The rest are busy. The rest, they do sell meetings with the win. You know, sell me, sell group meetings. <laughs> you are provoking. Sky says, I will not be provoked. If mm-hmm. Arsenal should win this thing, Bernard, we'll, we'll, we'll go to we'll, 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 we'll party hard. We'll go to Wow. <laughs> wow, wonderful times. 12 minutes past nine city breakfast show. Uh, I'm going to be moving straight into an interview shortly where to mark the King's Day, which is the National Day on the 27th of April, the Netherlands Embassy in Ghana is organizing an Orange Week from 24th to 28th April, which includes a series of events which highlight the Dutch uh, culture through music and arts and also celebrates the dynamic relationship with Ghana. I was going to the ambassador in a few moments, His Excellency Joroin. Hey, Nathan, help me here. Joroin. <laughs> Verhul. It's pronounced no. It's pronounced Yeron Verhul. So so okay. So 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 this is it. It's spelled J J E R O E N, right? But it's pronounced Yeron. So V E R H E U. I pronounced Yeron, and then the the surname V E R H E U L is pronounced Verhul. Fairhill. Fairhill. So the V is F and the J is Y. We'll be right back with that. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Time check is 17 minutes past 9. As I said to Mark, King's Day which is the Dutch National Day on the 27th of uh, April. The Netherlands Embassy in Ghana is organizing a, an Orange Week from the 24th till the 28th of April, which includes a series of events highlighting the Dutch culture through music and arts and celebrate its relationship with Ghana. I have in studio the Ambassador, His Excellency Yeron Fairhul. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Bernard. How, how did I pronounce your name? Did I do well? You did very well. You passed the test. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you this morning? I'm very well. I'm very well. You've been in Ghana since uh, August 2021. That's correct. How has yes. your stay been so far? Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Ghana is a beautiful country. Mm. Um, I love Accra. I love mm. the people. So I'm very much enjoying my stay here. Wonderful. So what is Orange Week and what is its relevance? Well, fortunately, uh, after a long period of uh, COVID and a long period of reduction of public activities, Mm -hmm. we are now able again to uh, host uh, Orange Week Mm -hmm. and to celebrate uh, the links between Ghana and the Netherlands Mm -hmm. and the history of the links between Ghana Mm -hmm. and the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. So we're very fortunate to be able to do that. And Mm -hmm. um, this year we started uh, on the 24th of uh, April. Uh, the 27th of April is the actual day that our king has his birthday, mm. and that is also the national day of the Netherlands. Mm. So we celebrate both his birthday, but also our national unity and uh, the fact that uh, we have been independent for many, many centuries. Mm. That's uh, a celebration we have on the 27th of April. So you are actually a kingdom? Yes, the Netherlands is a monarchy. Mm. And uh, that means that uh, our head of state is the king. 
We used to have a queen for many, many years, uh, Queen Wilhelmina, Queen Juliana, Queen Beatrix. So it depends on who is the first in line, uh, who is the first mm. child of the reigning monarch. Okay. And in this case, uh, it was a man, uh, Willem-Alexander, and he took to the throne in 2013 mm. when his mother abdicated. Mm -hmm. So we're not like the UK, where uh, the queen uh, waited until she died to <laughs> hand over to her son. Mm. But in our country, our uh, heads of state retire and they hand over to their sons. So is this a constitutional monarchy? It is, yeah. Interesting. So there's a prime minister. Yes. So the head of state is uh, the king and the head of government is the prime minister. And this person is voted for, not appointed? Uh, the... Yeah, the, the prime minister. The, the prime minister is. Um, yeah, it's a bit complicated because we have elections for our um, our lower house for uh -huh. our uh, parliament, mm -hmm. and then based on the composition of the political parties in parliament, uh, there is a formation process of a government, because we always need coalitions. Yeah. There's never like in Ghana dominant party a dominant party that mm. can create uh, the government. So you mm. now have a coalition of five parties oh, wow. <coughs> to uh, form the government and wow. that coalition decides who is the prime minister and that person is then nominated by the king and then uh, it, it takes office so how is this king's day celebrated in the netherlands in the netherlands it's uh, a holiday a national holiday and um yeah many activities are organized in, mm. in every municipality and every city in the netherlands mm. And it starts often with uh, sports activities, uh, with mm -hmm. cultural activities, with uh, music activities. So it's uh, a real celebration. But the highlight of many uh, activities is the so-called free market, mm. the flea markets. So everybody can put uh, a blanket on the ground and take stuff from his attic or his cellar and then sell it during oh. the day. Wow. Without any police price. interfering with them. So every, every, every space can be a market for that day. Absolutely, yeah. This, this King's Day. And there are even people in Amsterdam, for example, our uh, capital, mm. where people spend the night on their favorite spots to Is reserve it? it for the next day uh, so that they have the best spot for the flea market. Is that serious? It's that serious. People buy a lot of things. Why is it called Orange Week in Ghana, by the way? Because your flag has three colors. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, we our flag is often confused with the MPP flag. <laughs> <laughs> Red, white and blue. Exactly, yes. the same colors. Yes. Yeah. So when I arrived here in Ghana, I was looking uh, at Usher Fort at the mm. Fisher Harbor and mm. I saw all these red, white and blue flags <laughs> on the fishing boats and I thought, ah, the Netherlands is very popular. <laughs> but later I understood that uh, uh, the MPP flag has the same colors yeah. as we have. Mm. But your question, the orange. Um, yeah, the king of the Netherlands is descendant of the House of Orange. Okay. And the House of Orange is an uh, ancient uh, French uh, noble family oh, eh? uh, named after the city of Orange in France. Mm. And so the first um, king of the Netherlands or the first ruler of the Netherlands in mm. uh, 1580, 1590 was William of Orange. Mm. And he liberated, he led the war that liberated us from the Spanish, the mm. 80 years war uh, between mm. 1588 and 1648. Mm. So it's pronounced orang. 
Oranje. Oranje. Yeah, Willem van Oranje. Which is why the national team wears orange. Exactly. Yeah. Be- because we don't see that in your 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 your, your flag. No, so on the 27th we'll fly the orange banner. Mm-hmm. So on the uh, birthdays of uh, the royal house we mm. fly the royal ba- the royal banner, the orange banner on the on our flag. Wonderful. Um, in in our history, the, you know when you do history in Ghana, talk about the Dutch, the, the Danes, and then the English. The, the the Dutch got here pretty early. I think after the Danes, they came here after the Danes, and then they sort of left <laughs> and handed over everything to. So it's. I think it's the the 18th century, right? That Ghana earlier, earlier. much earlier. Actually, 16th that. century. Yeah. Oh, uh, 17th, 17th century. century. Yeah, early 1600s. Okay, so that's almost how many? That's almost 400. 400 years. Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah how, how has that evolved in your view? Um, I think um, at that time the ties were very strong, mm-hmm. and later on in present day times the ties remain very strong. Mm. So we've seen an evolution uh, over the many centuries, but if you look at the uh, the heart of our relation, there are a few elements uh, at heart, and that is that we have common political interests internationally, mm. that we trade very mm. strongly, so we have common economic interests, mm. and we also have a lot of exchange of people. Mm-hmm. For example, there are more than 40,000 people of Ghanaian descent living in the Netherlands. They migrated to the Netherlands. So there are strong links between Ghana and 40, the Netherlands. 40,000? Yeah. Wow. Will that be the African country with the most people? I think so, yeah. Well, not really, because uh, I should call it the sub-Saharan Af- African SSA. country. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, Morocco is another country that lots uh, of has sent a lot of people to the Netherlands. Mm. So I think. So in SSA, Ghana will have uh, the largest community. Yeah, I think uh, I, I need to check my figures, but yeah. uh, I guess it's one of the biggest. Uh, if yeah, biggest in, in Ghana, travel abroad is so of course UK, US, but there's also Germany and Holland, and there's a lot of Ghanaians who are, they call it Amsterdam. Yeah. So when they say they are going to Amsterdam, it's basically talking about about the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah, very popular airline as well. Royal Dutch Airlines, a very, I think it's one of the most popular airlines in the country. Daily flights yes. to Ghana. And I'm always amazed that they're always full. All they're the so time. Busy. Yeah. All the time. Even for people going to other parts of the world, they still yeah. prefer to use... They go through Schiphol. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's how it's pronounced. I don't Schiphol. Because Schiphol. Is it Schiphol or Schiphol? Schiphol. Ah, okay. What? Schiphol. <laughs> Schiphol. We, we have the <laughs> in our yes. language and we use it quite often yes. and it was so difficult for other uh, people to speak that language yeah that we used it as a password during the second world war <laughs> so if you wanted to enter somewhere and you had to say the password we used the word Scheveningen okay and because the Germans who were occupying the Netherlands during the second world war were not able to pronounce the <laughs> so we could easily pick them out. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, now, now we're at it. What's, why Netherlands versus Holland? What's the... Uh, what's Holland the is the name of two of our provinces. Okay. So originally, the Netherlands was formed from seven provinces. Okay. And one of those provinces was Holland. And the others were Friesland, Gelderland, oh, Zeeland. Oh, Friesland. So I've seen that milk. Other places as well. Okay. 
but let's say the most uh, economic activity is, is taking Holland. place in Holland, in South and North Holland. So the countries are right the Netherlands. The Netherlands. That's correct, yeah, the Netherlands, the lower countries. N- lower countries. Is that why the French call it Pays-Bas? Pays-Bas. I, I explained to you some time back if you remember. So when you say the lower countries, is it like, is it like below sea level? That's, that's <coughs> the reason, yeah. So we have always okay. had to protect our country against the seawater and mm. the rivers. So we are the country that is famous about its water management, mm. uh, building dikes, for mm-hmm. example. So a large part of our country... Oh, dikes. Van Dijk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. A large part of our country is below sea level. You also use a lot of wind energy. Yes, uh, and that is also since the 16th, 17th century. So we have these ancient windmills. Mm-hmm. But we've, in the meantime, uh, changed and innovated on that. Mm. But still, a lot of windmills are generating... Uh, so in terms of your energy mix, you are one of the countries uh, with the most renewables within... Unfortunately not. You are not? still need to... Because one of the things that we are lacking is space. Mm. So if you compare the size of the Netherlands with Ghana, uh, the Netherlands is about one-fourth, one-quarter of the size of Ghana. And we have uh, the half of the inhabitants, about 18 million, one-eight. Uh, so we're quite a, a tightly populated, uh, densely populated country. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we don't have a lot of space, and there's a lot of competition for space. Mm. And that is the reason why we you have not been able to produce as much as renewable much We're now moving to the North Sea, mm-hmm. which is uh, between the UK and the Netherlands, the mm-hmm. North Sea. And we're building uh, wind parks on the North Sea. Yeah. In terms of your collaboration with Ghana, I know trade... And economic is pretty big. I was wondering whether renewable energy was one of those because it, it seems to be something I see the Danes and the Germans promoting more, which is which is interesting. But what what are the major highlights of the economic relationship from from your perspective? Well, renewable energy is one of them. There is uh, uh, a company here uh, that um, that is very active in uh, solar energy. Mm. Um, help me again. Dutch Enco, yeah. Dutch Enco. Dutch Enco. So mm. a very uh, Dutch name. Uh, and they are very active uh, in large-scale mm-hmm. um, uh, renewable energy provision. Mm-hmm. Um, the other elements are mainly in the agricultural field, mm. uh, next to KLM, of course, which mm-hmm. is the transport uh, mm-hmm. link and the logistics. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> Logistics and ports activities mm. are, are quite active. Mm. But for example, in Tema, you have a, a factory that produces uh, food for chicken and for fish, mm-hmm. for aquaculture and for poultry, mm-hmm. which is called uh, another nice name, uh, Koudhuis de Heus. Mm. But if I say Koudhuis, no, nobody knows what I'm talking about. So everybody talks about Koudis. Okay. That's the name That's of the, the company. Yeah, and it's, it's a Dutch a, company. It's a Dutch company mm. with a long tradition in fee- in feeding uh, cattle. And they have established a factory here and they're doing very well. Interesting. So as you celebrate this uh, weekend, the King's Day, what's your, your message firstly to the Dutch community in Ghana, which I'm not sure is that big? Uh, no, it's not as big as the Ghanaian community in the Netherlands. Yeah, um, it's not. But, um, yeah, my message to the Dutch community is uh, congratulations. Mm. Congratulations on the birthday of your king, who is turning 57. Mm. But also congratulations to being a member of a very uh, important uh, community, an important political community, but also an important economic community. Mm -hmm. 
just to give you one example, um, if you talk about agricultural mm -hmm. exports of goods and services, can you guess who is the first exporter of agricultural goods and services in in the world? The first, obviously, the Dutch. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> we are second. The United States is the first, okay. but we are the second. And our annual export of goods and services in agriculture is about 110 billion euros. Wow. Which is about twice the size of the GDP of Ghana. That is incredible. And this is just agricultural products? This is only agriculture and only export. Wow. And for a country that's one-fifth the size of Ghana. That's, that's a lesson in a lot of things. Wonderful. So, what, so what's happening on the 27th, by the way? So is there an, an official event? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So 27th at my residence, I'll be hosting our uh, business contacts and our official contacts, our government contacts, mm. uh, for a reception. Also, the colleagues of the diplomatic community will be there. Mm. And there we celebrate our national day and strengthen the networks that we work in. Because um, yeah, our collaboration with Ghana mm. is with government, of course, but also with other uh, other representatives of society. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we're going to strengthen those relations uh, um, also in the coming year. For example, when uh, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Ghana is going to send a delegation to the Netherlands next mm. month in order to conduct our annual bilateral consultations. So we have very strong relations and the work of the embassy and my work in particular is to strengthen those relations and events like uh, tomorrow are events that help uh, strengthening those relations. Wonderful. Uh, thank you very much for passing through. Congratulations on the King's birthday and also on the uh, Dutch Orange Week. Yeah, that's thank happening this, this whole week. I'm speaking to H.E. Jeroen Fairhill, who is <laughs> the ambassador for the Netherlands in Accra, Ghana. On the occasion of the 57th birthday, of the king of the Netherlands. Wonderful. Time check is 9.34. If your health is important to you, you need to be talking to Vigdang Healthcare, a Ghana Health Service Certified Healthcare Center that specializes in kidney stones, hepatomegaly, hypertension, fatty liver treatment, among others. We specialize in using 100% uh, natural medicine in all treatments. Vigdang Healthcare is on the Spinters Road behind the Standard Chartered Bank. Call us on 054-995-1211. Empower yourself with a practical qualification in corporate finance, financial markets, and investment management, including practical application in financial modeling. CFA is a globally recognized standard of measuring the expertise, experience, and ethics of investment professionals. CFA Level 1 eligibility has been extended to university students with less than two years remaining in the undergraduate studies. Get the right tuition support from Benchmark. Call 0277-511315 or go to benchmarkghana.com for more information.
Coming up next, we have a conversation with the GRA who are mobilizing revenue. Giddy, 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 Charlie. They are here to talk about tax and good governance month. We're talking about electronic filing of annual tax returns and on their collaboration with MMDH in the collection of property rates. They have uh, an official from the GRA. Uh, who's going to be joining me to talk about this right after this? Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Time check is 9.39 in studio. Dominic Doc Nab. Assistant Commissioner and Technical Aid to Commissioner General Ghana Revenue Authority. In short, a big man. He's here to answer some questions on the GRA. Look, I could keep you all day. So many questions. So we'll break it down. We'll try and do it in pieces. We'll start with the tax and jo- governance, uh, good governance month. You can wear it, yes. Then we'll talk about electronic filing. Then I would ask you some questions around property rates, which I'm very interested in as well. And then hopefully, if there are any comments from the public, we'll address them. So, how are you? Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, by the grace of God, something so well. You know, we don't like seeing you people. Oh, why? Oh, you, 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 Charlie, you worry people too much. So, <laughs> so, you know, in the Bible, there were, there were two groups of people they didn't like the sinners and the task collectors. So, you people. <laughs> anyway. I, th- I think the narrative has changed. It's changed? Yes, because uh, uh, we are now being seen as persons who are really creating development in the country. No, no we, don't, we don't argue with that. <laughs> But the tax payment is painful. Oh, yes. That is why we try to make it less painful. With electronic filing. Exactly. We'll come to that. But what do we mean by the Tax and Good Governance Month? Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, And good morning to your listeners. Mm -hmm. The Ghana Revenue Authority has set aside uh, the month of uh, April. Okay. To actually conscientize and create the needed awareness Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. the reasons to file and the importance of filing Mm -hmm. and also payment of taxes. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. So that's what we've done across the country. The whole of April. Exactly. I see. Yeah. So apart from the final returns by taxpayers, are there any other activities lined up for this month? Oh, yes. We have a lot of activities. We have uh, our uh, tax clinics okay. in our various offices. Mm-hmm. So that if you have any concern, you can just walk to our office and then uh, we'll help you be able to unravel them. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about electronic filing. When we say a tax return, what are we talking about? Essentially, uh, every taxpayer has an obligation. Mm-hmm. And filing of tax returns is one of the obligations. Mm-hmm. A tax return simply is just a, an official declaration by mm-hmm. the taxpayer that contains the taxpayer's information mm. and then uh, income that the, the taxpayer earns. Mm. And it is also to just give the commissioner general the, uh, if you like, the the paranoid uh, paranoid paru, uh, paru, Panoramic view, mm-hmm. you know, of your activities, mm-hmm. and to be able to actually make a fair assessment. Mm. There are various types of, uh, you know, tax returns. Mm-hmm. There are some that are filed monthly. There are some that are also filed, you know, annually. Wonderful. So, who is required to file a return? In the income earner. In fact, if you earn income in Ghana, you are required to file a tax return. So, individuals okay. who earn income, mm-hmm. then partners and partnerships are required mm-hmm. to file, you know, their uh, returns. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, companies, and then we have within the uh, 
corporate entities as well. That is government organizations as well. And why do I have to uh, file my return as a taxpayer? There are many reasons why you have to file your tax returns. One has to do with the fact that you want commissioner to be able to raise a fair assessment, you know, on your activities. We don't want a situation where our assessment will be based on commissioner's judgment. Mm. So commissioner would want to actually have a tax return on you and make a fair assessment because there's no point in uh, asking the taxpayer to pay even one city more than what the law requires. Mm. That is one. Number two, sometimes a taxpayer overpays taxes. So it is upon filing of your tax return that you are able to actually get a, a refund you know, of the overpaid taxes. Mm. Again, there are some costs that you have incurred in running your business. Mm -hmm. So those costs, the law requires that when they are legitimate and they mm. are germane to your business, then clearly you can take them as an allowable deductions. Mm -hmm. Again, we also have a release for persons, individuals. For example, if you are married or you are not married but you have two children, the law requires that you are given what we call 1,200 as a relief. Mm. Is that okay? If you have a child in school, the law requires that you are given 600 per a child, up to limited to three uh, children. If you are old, 60 years and above, then you are given 1,500 as a relief. If you also have aged relations, let's say mother, father, or some other person that you take care of, who are old, the law requires that you are given uh, 1,000, limited to two. So that is if they are two, mm. uh, 2,000 kind of cities. Again, there are certain persons who also pursue uh, vocational, technical, and professional education. Mm -hmm. Up to 2,000 Ghana cities, they can also you know, uh, uh, take that one as well. Mm. Now, if you don't file your tax returns, how do you, you know, get these uh, reliefs, which are mouth-watery? Is, is that okay? Again, you buy uh, a depreciable asset, a vehicle, building, and whatnot, that you use to aid in your business. The law requires that when you file your tax returns, you can claim what you call a capital allowance. The accountant will say depreciation. But the taxman will say capital allowance. So it is among these reasons that would require that you file your tax return. Again, again, mm -hmm. even the Constitution of the Republic of Ghana requires that a tax return is, is actually filed. Mm. Wonderful. Let's talk about how. How do I go about filing my return? Yeah, so uh, we were doing it manually, even mm. though it's all there, but we are trying to discourage them because yeah. uh, we want to actually be cost effective. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? So all that you need to do is, first of all, just uh, 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 go into your browser. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? And then uh, go to what we call taxpayerportal.com. Mm -hmm. When you get in there, then you sign up if you are a, 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 a new taxpayer. But an ex uh, existing taxpayer, you would sign up using your Ghana card and yeah, your password. Number. Yes. Then the, the dashboard will open up you know, for you to, f to, to fill. In fact, it is very seamless because you can see everything. If it is a uh, salary that you earned, it will be stated salary. So you can see that this is salary for a year. Then you add up all your earnings for you know the year. And then you put it there. Is that okay? Allowances and all those things. Release. If it is also a business that you are running, the cost and what have you, you put all of them there. The other day, the system is able to generate how much you are supposed to pay. Mm. If you, also, again, you have also made tax overpayment, the system will generate that you have made overpayment and therefore you are liable to claim it as a refund. I see. And if you go there and you enter, if your employer has been paying taxes using your team number, will the records be there to show that this is the same person? Yes, exactly. Because mm -hmm. of the, the Ghana card that we use. Yeah. So you are able to actually, you know, get that kind of uh, uh, connection. Wonderful. Let's talk about the uh, people who can use the <coughs> system. Is this system open to all 
in terms of filing personal tax income returns. Yes, it is everybody can yeah, do this. Everybody can do it. Um, and I hope that before we leave here, you have to try your answer. Yeah. What about corporates? Can companies also file using the portal? Uh, yes, companies can. So companies have their corporate TIN numbers. Yes, so the same process. The yeah. accountant can go go in and then and do this. Yeah. And uh, what about manual? So what about those who are like, you know what? I don't understand this computer thing, and I want to just go to the office or come to the office is that option still available in fact it is we have uh, persons who are actually dedicated to that mm -hmm. you walk to any gra office and then you can be assisted mm -hmm. you call us on phone we can also walk you through how to, to get it done all right now let's talk about the returns on due dates because there are dates that are given so if i fail to to file the return on a due date what happens to me it is actually an offense not to file on a due date. Okay. That apart, it also creates what we call a, a penalty for the persons who actually uh, do not file on due date. Mm -hmm. It is 500 Ghana plus hey. 10 Ghana cities. For each day, the default you know, continues. Hey. So if you default for two days, that is two times 10 plus the 500 mm -hmm. Ghana. But me, I don't have money to pay tax now to file. You are <laughs> charging me on top. Why are you doing that? That is the reason why you have to file to avoid you know, that. But what if there's a problem and the filing cannot be done on the date? Can, no, can so there not be a, a different? Can the commission can not give me an extension like a one week yes, or two, one month or something? The law allows the commission yeah. so you can apply. In yeah. fact, the law says that the commission will give up to sixty days. Uh -huh. I get it. So to, you to, can to apply okay. for it, but you must give reasons. All right. But is there when am I but supposed again, to? Again, you have to also do it before the due date. Of course, if you don't wait till the date, exactly. and you can't say. All right, now when am I? So what is the due date in this case for personal income tax? So personal income tax, the law says are not uh, uh, more than four four months after the end of the, the year. In the case of individuals, is it end of financial year or end of year. So individuals, their basis period is aligned with the government calendar year, which which is uh, January to December. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. But so for corporate bodies, trust they can have a basis period which is different. Mm -hmm. So what it is is that. When your base period ends, it shouldn't go beyond four months. Mm. Are, are you getting it? Okay. But for individuals, you and me, it is 30th April, which is four months. Are you getting it? So you don't have to wait. You can do that in January, February, in that order. It shouldn't go beyond 30th April. What if the due date falls on a weekend or a holiday? Yeah, so with the uh, <clears throat> electronic filing, there's nothing like uh, weekends. Mm. But we encourage that you file before. Otherwise... If the deadline is on the, on the weekend and you are not able to file, then the system would brand you as mm. a non-filer. Okay. And of course, you can apply for extension. Let's talk about property rate now. Uh, we are talking to Dominic Nab, Assistant Commissioner and Technical Aid to the Commissioner General. It's 9.14. I'll give you two quick announcements before we come back. We'll talk about property rates, which is a big one. They are collaboration with MMDAs in collection of property rates, something we really encourage on this program. Great. Well, Standard Water has been giving uh, all of us water for 25 years. They have great experience doing that. They are in 11 regions. They are expanding and they have water, different things really. Sachet water, bottled water, dispenser water, mm -hmm. customized water and all. So you can call Standard Water on 0202-055703 or 0547-334-385. And mm. this ad is FDA approved. Okay. Now, for those who want to branch out into analytics and tech and all of that, build your business analysis skills, get the business analysis certification, and be sure to capitalize on the high demand across industries. Enroll today and take the first step on your way to a brighter future with an IIBA business analysis certification. You can call the Center for Business Analysis on 0246-809-200 or visit their website, centerforanalytics.com. 
and your eyes are important to you, you need to give them the best care and attention. That's why Roberts and Sons is giving you the best in terms of products. Find the various branches Adenta, Weja, Dabraka, Osudan, Kwaseko, Tema, East Ligon, Kumasi, and they have a new branch at Kofredia as well. You can call them on 050 151 9111 or 020 8545 for more information. Visit them online, Roberts and Sons Optical.com, or get them on social media, Roberts and Sons LTD. Roberts and Sons, uh, seeing is believing. We're talking to the GRA, and those of you asking, the website is simple taxpayersportal.com. When you go on the website, you see the GRA logo, and then you see a small padlock that says log into your account. And you can either use your TIN number or your Ghana card number to enter. In the case of individuals. Yes, yeah, so as, as an individual, your Ghana card number is linked to your TIN. So if you put your... So you may not have your TIN number in your head, but if you have your Ghana card, mm-hmm. you put a Ghana card number in. The same is linked to... I think we did that We did that here. I think it was two years yeah, ago. Exactly. All of us. So everybody who has a, a TIN number and has a Ghana card, the two, even though it's not the same number... It recognizes it. Yes, so if you put your Ghana card number in, it will pull your name out and you log in. A very simple process. It's synchronized. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. They're synchronized. So, which is good. The Ghana card is really doing a lot of things. Let's talk about how the collaboration with MMD is in the collection of property tax and property rate has gone. Uh, how, how has it been so far? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, it is actually not out of order what GNR is doing with uh, the MMDs. Mm-hmm. What it is is that if you look at the law establishing the Ghana Revenue Authority, mm-hmm. it says that Ghana Revenue Authority should be able to provide assistance to the MMDs. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what we are doing in terms of this partnership and collaboration that you are talking about. Mm. So, so far, so good. So, what we have done so far is that we have uh, been able to have a data platform that has been, you know, uh, put together. Mm-hmm. Then we have also assisted in trying to actually identify properties across the country. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? And then their values have also been, been determined, and the appropriate you know uh, risks will be applied. Mm. You know that is what we have done. So, what is the rationale behind this partnership? Yeah. So, if uh, you look at the Ghana Revenue Authority, we have been here. Uh, we have been around for so many years, mm-hmm. and when it comes to professionalism, integrity, and then excellence, you can't always trust us with that. Mm-hmm. It is against this background that the law says that we should support. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to enforcement and compliance, you know, uh, procedures, mm. we have them and now we can actually uh, uh, leverage on that one mm-hmm. to help the MMTs be able to place the properties. Okay. So we have been told there's something called myassembly.gov.gh. What is that? It is actually a payment platform for the property rates that we are talking about. Mm-hmm. Just like we have uh, the, the uh, Ghana.gov platform. Wonderful. Now, is this linked to the, your platform? That yeah, exactly. Is, exactly. So it's linked? Exactly. Okay. Now, let's talk about sanctions for people who fail to pay property rates. You see, when the law puts in place a system and you fail to actually comply, it becomes an offense. Okay. And it can be prosecuted. Okay. You, your property can also be sold to actually defray mm-hmm. <laughs> the little cost that you're supposed to pay. Mm-hmm. So it's always better to just be ahead of the law by paying what you're supposed to pay. Okay. Yeah. Now... How will the assemblies benefit from the new, this new arrangement? They are going to benefit immensely in terms of uh, being able to mobilize, you know, all the property risks. Mm-hmm. That is one. Two, it's also going to be very cost-effective mm-hmm. because they have the GRE that is actually partnering them. Then they can also monitor real-time what mm-hmm. is happening you know, around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what will be the role 
of the existing revenue collectors of the assemblies because the assemblies have employed these revenue collectors. Now you have this new system. How is this going to work? Yeah, we just want to assure them that they shouldn't be disillusioned. Mm -hmm. They are going to actually be maintained, deployed to assist the property you know, owners be able to actually file mm -hmm. and also do monitoring. Any other assignment that may actually come their way. Mm -hmm. But uh, will ratepayers be allowed to pay with cash? We don't accept cash because of mm -hmm. uh, the difficulties you know involved when it comes to cash handling <laughs> and cash management. Yeah. So they can pay via Momo and then uh, using their bank system. So you want to avoid cash changing hands because the money gets lost in the system. That is certainly something we can't. We can so we can trace the money. How would GRA benefit from this arrangement? Um, because you already have different taxes you are collecting already. So it looks like you are providing your tax collection services to the assembly. Exactly. Is How much are they going to pay you for it? We are not talking. We are talking about Ghana as a country. And GRA, for the law, remember, I said that. Mm -hmm. The law says we should assist. So that is part of our functions. Mm -hmm. So I don't know the day we want the betterment for Ghana. That is just all that we are, we are doing. <laughs> if something comes, you know, <laughs> along the line, that is fine. You should tell us, give, give full disclosure so we know <laughs> what is happening. You know, But in terms of paying the, the, the property rate, is this, can we do it in installment? Yes, the law allows for convenience. If you okay. don't have the money to pay, certainly you can arrange and then to pay over a period. Mm. So it's it's not like you have to pay it in bulk at once. That's all. I mean, I the see. silver bullet payment can be very disturbing sometimes. I'm told that from 2023, there will be no paper bills. Certainly, yes. Certainly, yes. But what if I need them for my files? Oh, yeah, you can you can generate it from the system. You or you can print it for it. yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. You can also walk to GRA office or any MMDs and then it will be done for you. But as a company or individual with properties scattered across the country, how do we access our bills for payment? Yeah, so you would want all the properties that you own to be identified with the particular person. So mm -hmm. what it is is that you will go to the system mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. register each of them. Mm -hmm. Are you getting it against a particular person? All right. When that happens, then you would have uh, both the isolated you know, uh, properties as well as the consolidated. We're talking yes, to uh, Dominic NAB, Assistant Commissioner and Technical Aid to the Commissioner General. If you have any questions, send us a WhatsApp on 054-998-6996. Nathan will read some mm. quick questions for us. Okay. Uh, this uh, this person is... Um, okay, says, when you file and you have tax credits and you input it, it does not take... Um, does not take into consideration. It only captures the taxable payment, taxable payable amount. And he's asking for some Do you understand the question? No, I, I don't think the question is very clear. Is when you file and have tax credits uh -huh. and you input it, it does not okay. take that into consideration. consideration. Okay. It only caps. So he's saying that maybe I owe 2000 as my taxable no, no, amount. No, I understand what he's, he's and saying, then I have a tax credit from something I've done. He's expecting that that slot will be available to input. When we say it captures the taxable uh, taxable payable amount. What it means is that the tax that you are supposed to pay. But again, remember, if you have made any payment, there's a, a portion for it, you know, for you to to put it there. So if you put it there, are you getting it? So the tax credit he's talking about is taxes that have been taken, you know, in uh, you have paid in advance by way of tax credit, I, I withholding taxes. Mm. Right. So if you have this paid, that becomes a payment. Okay. So right. that is that cannot be correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. This one says, can you ask your panelists what happens if the GRA delays in issuing withholding tax certificates to companies? For two years, I've been waiting for my withholding tax certificates from different companies so I can file my PIT. Personal by, income tax. Personal income tax. But they claim GRA has not issued it and it's hmm. been two years now. You see, let's look at the law. Mm. In time past, 
GRA was issuing the task uh, certificates. Mm -hmm. GRA was roundly criticized. Mm. So the law was amended, or the law actually changed to now say that the withholding mm -hmm. is that okay? Mm -hmm should take it from the withholding agent. So it mm -hmm. means that it is the withholding agent who is required to actually issue that. Mm -hmm. But again, what we realized was that they were issuing certificates which were inconsistent. Mm -hmm. Are you getting it? Mm -hmm. And certificates should be uniform. So it's against this background, we say, okay, fine. What we'll do is that we would help build a system. Is that okay? So that we can, anybody who actually requires it, you can print it for the system. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we are, we are working on. In fact, very soon, uh, we should be able to print it online. All right. Mm -hmm. More. This one says, um, employees don't know and understand the breakdown of all these taxes on the form. Plus, they require your financial statement to be uploaded. This applies to business and investment income. How do they expect us to have all these when I run a sole proprietorship? So, hmm. no. The, the fact of the matter is that, how do you submit your tax return? It is called from your uh, 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 financial statements. And then your bank statement is also you know, evidence of the fact that you have a relationship with the bank, you deposit, you, 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 you withdraw, you know, from the bank. Mm. So attaching them is just to provide further proof, you, you, get, you get it, of your relationship with, uh, you know, your third parties. Okay. And for right. that matter, Last question. Last question. Uh, Someone is asking, has the value of the property rate changed or is still the same? And how exactly does the system currently know what you were paying in the past? Okay. Pay... All the, what you were paying in the past is always in the system. So you can always go into the system and check. If it was done manually, then you have to actually approach the MMDAs to be able to actually f uh, get it for you. Right. You say your name and probably the number. That but it's asking if the value of property rate has changed. As of properties, the values will always change depending on a lot of dynamics. All right. Is that okay? And we have uh, aspects who are actually good at that. Uh, any, any final comments? Yeah, so all that I would just say is that Ghana is the only country that we have. And we just have to mobilize, you know, taxes internally. Mm -hmm. Let's all work hard. Is that okay? To ensure that we get all others who are not filing mm. to file. All those who are not paying to pay so that we can have a better country. Wonderful. Thank you very much for talking to us. Dominic Dokbila Nab, Assistant Commissioner and Technical Aid to the Commissioner General from the GRA. Talking about awareness creation on tax and good governance month, which is still this month. It's not too late. Go online and file.